the music until half past six when he's gone because I cannot listen to the biggest. Well, Kev has asked me for, for something. I can't find it, Kev. Sorry. So, uh, there we go. 0870 is the phone number. But, uh, Ian, you've, you've not given us anything to call in about. How can you give out the phone number? When you've not given us anything to call in about. Well, I tell you what, first ten minutes, if you call up, you'll go straight to there. There we go. How's, how's that, London? Does that sound like a fair deal? Call up between now and quarter past three, before the first hit of travel, and you'll go straight to where? Uh, 0870-9090-973. I need my little button there. Let's try this one. Hang on a second. Line two. Oh, blimey, that's broken, that. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, you bottled it. Okay, they just wanted to test to see if it worked, and it did work. Line three, you're on the wireless. That's puffy. hey! There we go, okay. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, do you want to smell my feet? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, let's try, uh, this one. Line two, you're on the wireless. Ready. Ready. It sounded like he was bouncing up and down there. It's kind of all over the shop, wasn't it? Um, what does this one do? Let's see what this one does. Oh, yeah, we'll have that one. Line 8, you're on the wireless. Um, hello. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> um... Don't cry. <laughs> uh... What's that buzzing noise? Is your head full of radiation? No, no, sorry, it's my downstairs... <laughs> my... F- this phone isn't very good. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. I want to leave a message for Steve Allen. Okay, away you go. Okay, well, um, I know it sounds silly. Yes. But, um, you wish he wasn't on the radio anymore? Oh, God, oh, I adore him. Oh, you adore him? Shut oh, up. okay, right, yes. <laughs> Don't cry. Take, calm I, down. Are you I having an asthma attack? No, just say that because he did. I was ordering something from Lake. Lakeland. Lakeland, yes. He he does as well. Oh, right, yes. He keeps on talking about his lights that he gets from there. Doesn't he just, yes. Whatever. That and Charlotte Church. Um, get sorry? get a new scriptwriter. Sorry. Hello. Yes. Carry on. <laughs> no. All I wanted to say was. Yes. When I phoned up to right. order some things for myself. Yes. I said to them, I honestly uh, think. Right. You should really, really. Oh dear. Uh, line four. You're on the wireless. Can you afford to pay me at a restaurant? I don't know. Oh, that was in that sh- that voice that isn't shouting, but you pretend it's shouting, but really you're whispering. But really you're trying to shout like that, but actually you're whispering. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, what do you want? Ian, I just wanted to say quickly that the guy who did your program yesterday was just a poor imitation of yourself, and he should not be on the radio again. Do you know what? I agree with you, but unfortunately he's filling in for me tomorrow and next week. Oh, God. I'll have to wait till next week then. Thanks, okay. Ian. Good lad. Um, uh, line seven, what do you want? Uh, Ian Lee. Yeah. Leon in Lakeside. Give it up. Episode five tonight, sir. Oh, I've, oh yes, yes. I've not. I forgot to um, order that off my cousin. I must order it off your cousin. There's, a, there's only one more after this, and then it's like a three-month break. I know. I'm not looking forward to that. Is Mr. Kennedy coming in today? Uh, Alan Fletcher, aka Carl Kennedy, should be in at four o'clock this afternoon. If people would like to call up and speak to him. Can we get Dr. Khan to speak to Dr. Kennedy? Oh, I, it's possible. It's possible. Yes, it's true. Four o'clock. Uh, everyone is very excited. The most excited person that, uh, about Alan Fletcher coming in is my producer, Adrian Crisp. Uh, Adrian, uh, Crisp, on a scale of uh, one to ten, how excited are you? Uh, uh, he can't, he, ca- he can't even speak or do basic maths. That's how excited he is. He's brought in his camera, he's brought in all his neighbour's merchandise and memorabilia to sign. Yes, Line 8? Can I speak to the doctor, please? 
Uh, well, right, okay. First of all, he's not here to four, and secondly, he's not actually a real doctor. I've got a problem with my throat. Yes, uh, he's not met. Maybe he. Isn't ma- there, is that a raven there? No. Okay. No. You, okay. Right. She's gone. Uh, but I, he must have. He thing is, he plays a doctor, so he must have picked up some basic medical skills. You would think so, wouldn't you? It seems imp- impossible not to. Yes, I did turn that up. Did turn the heating up. I have a game I play. Uh, where I go in and turn the heating up behind the glass. So Johnny, who's sitting in for Helen, who's a uh, pocket management course, uh, so they get really hot, and they don't know. Uh, they don't know how to do it. Yes, what do you want? Hello. Hello, you. Yeah, what do you want? Hello, Ian. It's Fariba. How oh, are you, dear? Fariba, Fariba, you, Fariba. Dear? I am. You're doing great job as usual. Please do not leave. Please, if you're going to uh, well, holiday. How do you know, how do you know uh, about that? No, no. Where are you going? Fariba. Yes, wherever are you going, dear Ian and Chris? Uh, enjoy yourself. Nobody replaces you. I'm going to Silverstone. Of course, whatever you do, and uh, nobody can replace your place because we all. Uh, that, hey, Fariba, they yes, can yes. and they will. Uh, if you don't mind, why not Chris and everybody and all these listeners who are phoning you for the last at least one, one year or something? I don't know. Bring, to reform some new program. Why not? Because uh, there are enough. Please, Ian, before you what go, can I just say? Yes. Uh, there are enough of a politics, social, from Mr. Ferrari, with the due respect. Please, I'm not a, I don't want to call it dirty politics, whatever. Uh-huh. But we need something. <laughs> people need someone like you because for ordinary common people, uh, have a fun, have a music, comedy, whatever. But it, it's yes. very shame that uh, man who comes say, Daddy, he shouldn't keep phoning. And Aruga! You mean the yeah. Pradeep man? He, he bring your he bring your program your program your show down my my man. The, the Pradeep man brings the program down, does he? Yes, yes, that's not fair because you, you are a good man. Yes, you are a very good man in heart. You're doing good. You're producing with a Chris good program. Well, you're doing your best. Yes, you deserve a holiday and break. Uh, Why well, not? I'm Please, not... anything we can do. Okay. Please let me know. Leave a message. Okay. Uh, look after yourself. Cheers. And you take care. Bye bye. Listen to your musician today. Especially, I didn't go to work for today. I told you bring musician. You taking today. the day off work to hit, listen to Carl Kennedy? Yes. You're the nuts, Fariba. No, 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 no. I wanted to talk to your musician. I told you bring the musician back today. He's in at four o'clock. Okay, I wait for you. Will you promise you'll call back and speak to Alan Fletcher at four? Of course. Oh, it's going to be, it's Radio Gold. That is going to be Radio Gold. Let's hope he's not listening in his car on the way here, because he's going to turn back uh, and go back to Australia this afternoon if he knows that that people like that are calling in. Uh, Yes, line three, what do you want? Is that Ian again? Yes. <laughs> oh, you're the Steve Allen woman. Yeah. I'm sorry, darling. Can't you put me through to um to somebody who will just take a message for? Yeah. Okay. I've got a pen and paper. What's the message for Steve Allen, who I I, I see all the time? Oh, you don't like him, do you? Anyway. Okay. What's the message? Oh, uh, well, it's just that um. Uh, I know you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Yes. Uh, I've got a new feature for the show. Oh, fantastic! This is what we need. Right, it's called... Catch this, catch this. <clears throat> Who wants to be a cillionaire? Oh, right, yeah, how's that work? Uh, basically, um, what happens is you, you allocate a, a, a part of the show where... <coughs> bless you. Thank you. Where people call in... Yes. ...and uh, they d- do what they want, yeah. within reason. Yeah. No, no, no swearing, no libel. Yes. And uh, that's it, really, yeah. I, listen, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. As exciting as that may sound, I just don't think something like that could ever work. Uh, Line 10, you're on the wireless. Hiya. Hello there. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. That's good. Um, I'm I'm ringing up because I'm a bit concerned about one of the listeners. Oh, yes. Well, you know, Verinda. 
Okay, I'm going to cut you off. Uh, line eight, yes. Hello. Yes. I'd like to talk to Ian. Lee. You're speaking to him. What do you want? Uh, oh, I just want to say about Liquid Rizzler. About what? what? Liquid Rizzler. Liquid Rizzler, yes. Why don't they taste of licorice? Uh, do they not? No. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's been a while. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question, that. Um, Chris doesn't even know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, let's try one more. Line 10. Yes, you're on the air. Ben? Yes? Can I have... You know on the MySpace, you know that, uh, Let It Be song? Oh, yeah. Can you give me the address, please? I've been looking for it for a week. Uh, oh, the, you, do, oh, hang on. Do you mean, um... Oh, um... We're shaggy. You, Honey came in and she got me red-handed, creepy with a girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt-naked, hanging <coughs> on the bathroom floor. Do you mean that one? That one? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't do that, I'm afraid. It's time to get the latest LVC, 97.3 Travel News. Here's Richard Hake here, isn't it? It is indeed. I've got some slightly better news uh, for the North. Hello. Hello there. Hi, yes. Um, I had the unfortunate um, accident today of bumping into a Chelsea pensioner at Charing Cross Station. And obviously after that I felt obliged to buy a poppy off Of him. course. And, and um, obviously, you know, I'm a supporter of um, the British and other such august institutions. But yeah. what is the socially correct amount of money to give for a poppy? I thought maybe you or your listeners... Now, there's have... a very good question. Do you know, in the old days, when I, when I say the old days, when I was a kid, it, you, could, you could get away with putting in threepence. Yes, yes indeed. I think it's a quid now. Well, I mean, uh, because I actually walked into this guy, and obviously, you know, he's a, a decorated veteran, and I'm just a mere... Did you did you take in. a veteran down? I took a veteran down. Good lad. Doesn't matter how old he is, he's still got military training, so that means you're tough. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Um, I've, well, I've always um, wanted to be in a Salvation Army, but that's a different issue. Yes. Uh, anyway, I gave him a fiver out of guilt. A fiver? A fiver. Flipping heck! But there again, I am feeling a bit pleased with myself at the moment, because I'm a bit flush, but... Um, oh, I see. I once, my, 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 once, my, the first time I ever got a job that was quite well paid, it was in TV, but it wasn't on TV, it was behind the scenes of TV, and it was, I, you know, after years of, of being at college and signing on and stuff like this, the first time I was earning quite good money, it was like a hundred quid a day, which, uh, you know, when I was like 23, 24, was, was, was very exciting. Uh, and I thought, I felt a bit guilty about having this money, so I gave this, uh, homeless dude, I gave him a tenner, uh-huh. right? I thought, I did it, I did it as an experiment, partly to ease my guilt, and partly to see what it felt like giving a homeless guy ten quid. And what did it feel like? Do you know what? It was a really disappointing experience. He didn't even say thank you. And I sort of, I, I did for a second toy with the idea of going back and saying, um, could I have that back? Because you, you, were, you weren't that grateful and I gave you a tenner. You know, all the skag he could buy with that. And I, I was disappointed, so I shan't be doing that again. Uh, I, I would say, I, I, I think you could get a, pop, a poppy for 50 pence. Yes, I think if you went below that, you'd then be sort of making yourself look a bit shameful, and you'd, you'd also be dissing the veteran in question. You'd be laughing at World War One, which, as we all know, isn't funny. No. Excellent. No. Thank you very much for that. You, you, you can, uh, that's almost a topic, I think, we have there. Uh, oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. if you, um... What are you doing? Go set up for Dr. Carl. Right. Okay, two things. You can't call him Dr. Carl Kennedy when he comes in, because that's the character he plays on Neighbours. Oh, it's probably been done before, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it probably has, and he probably gets really knocked off with it. You've got to call him Alan Fletcher. Is this the right mic, Johnny? Why? Yeah. Not be funny. He's not in till four. You've got three news breaks to do this in, or you should have done it before we came upstairs to do the show. Yeah, but I just want to get things right for him. Preparation, right? innit? Just want to get it right. Get rid of that. He's cleaning the whiteboard. 
You should leave that on because that had his name on there. And it looked like otherwise it doesn't look like we've been trailing him. Can you pick up that wire on the floor? It's someone's phone charger. It's nothing to do with me. Yeah, but it lo- looks a bit of a mess. Oh, for God's sake! This is ridiculous. All right, let's tidy that up. Yeah, bring it up! Come on, Johnny! Come on! When the hand goes up, that means bring it up. What do you think? What do you think that means? What do you think that means? What, there's no finger involved. How can that be swearing? What's that? Come on, lift, what, just waving like an idiot. Hell, I'm drowning. It means lift up the fader. Ian, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Now I can. Yes. I've, I've got. I've got a question for you. On the, what was going on in the popcorn last night? It seemed like either you guys were bored or you guys were really nervous. Oh, uh, this is the thing on Sky, was it? Yeah, yeah. You guys. Were, I mean, Terry Jones had a twitching knee and a twitching leg. It, like, it did go on. It, it went on for a very long. We were there for an hour and a half. Really? Uh, filming it. It did look it. It really yeah. came across as if it, I just didn't want to be there. Uh, well, you know, it was odd. It, it was... It, I, I like the guy that's hosting it. I think he's a nice bloke. Uh, yeah, and the other guy's funny as well. The, the Mark Dolan, who's always in with Nick Fer- uh, Ferrari. Do, well, not always, but he's often in with Nick Ferrari. So it was nice people. Uh, it was a very quiet audience, it has to be said. Right. Uh, and so the laughter you hear is supplied by a button. Which is groovy. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was quite happy to be there. I just think when those things are edited sometimes, uh, and they, they have what they call cutaway shots, which is you just sitting there paying attention, quite often the shots of you paying attention are from a different part of the evening. Okay. You're not actually listening to what's being said. That's, that's from, like, maybe half an hour ago. Jumping in. Yes. Sideburns, sort them out, seriously. Uh, they've got, they, they've gone a little bit. They were, that was, I was... They were very bushy last night. Uh, they're, they're kind of coming back, Bushy. I was having an experiment with them. Hey, I'm going to be on Sky 3 for all of next week. Right, OK. And you can you can assess my sideburns next week. And are you still doing the, the other thing? No. No? No, I, the, I was cautioned by the police about that, and I thought probably best to heed their advice this time. Um, don't forget, let, let's just keep saying this, shall we, for goodness sakes. Uh, that's at, um... Four o'clock? Sorry, I was doodling there. Four o'clock, Alan Fletcher, a.k.a. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours, is coming in. Now, he's a brilliant musician who's got a band, uh, uh, what's it, a band called Waiting Room. Uh, and they're playing a gig uh, in December. Uh, and he's coming in to talk about that. So he, he, he may, he's going to sing some songs, hopefully. Uh, so if you've got a question for him, you can call up and book that up now. Until half past three, I'm just going to take these calls straight to there. Because there's a big meeting downstairs, so none of the bosses can hear what we're doing. There's a big meeting, but we weren't invited to it. That makes you think, doesn't it? Mm, is it any wonder? Yes, line two. Oh, what? Hello? Yes. Oh, hello? Yes. Um, am I on the air? Yes. Uh, Brian in the corridor and her friends. Hi! Yeah, nice one. Do you want to speak, do you want to speak to Verinda? Verinda? Yeah. Oh, hi, Verinda! Oh, Verinda just put Hi. the Verinda just put the phone down and bottled it. Oh, okay. All right then. Uh, yes, line eight. Oh, hi there, Lee Ian. Yes. How are you? I'm all right, you know. Yeah. Um. By the way. Yes. I've heard that Verinda's gay. Is it true? Well, now there there, there is a, a rumor going around about that, um, and it's it's kind of hard to say, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But yes. I'm not gay. Okay. That's just oh, let everyone there? know I'm not oh, gay. Right, Ian. Yeah. Yes. Be careful. Um, okay. <clears throat> yes, line nine, is it? Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello. It's Warren from Chiswick. Hello, Warren. Lovely. I was talking to you about Paul Simon and Dolly Parton. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, I just want to know what was the outcome of that. Oh, Dolly Parton won hands down. Oh, how was No it? one liked Paul Simon apart from you and my producer. Well, he ain't got bad taste, does he? Anyway, apart from that, I just want to complain today. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm a builder. Oh, yeah. Right, and we're working for a woman, and she don't make us tea. Right. But can you see anything wrong with that? No, of course not. So if you had builders working in your house, you wouldn't make them tea? Hang on, wh- what? I'm if not a woman. Had... No, I know, but... What are you saying? Like, if you had builders working in your house... Yeah. Would you make them tea? I'd make them the first cup of tea, and then I would say, look, all the tea-making stuff is in the kitchen, you help yourself. We don't even get the first cup of tea. Oh, well, that's not, that's, that's bang out of order. First cup of tea, first thing in the morning, definitely. Uh, and then I just leave everything out on the side in the kitchen and just say, you go and help yourself, lads. Oh, fair enough. No, you're right. Yeah, I am right. I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm always right. It's a simple truth. And let's try, uh, uh, oh, let's try one more, shall we? Um, yes, I'm for you on the wireless. Yes, uh, just now you're talking to that builder who's saying, I'm not a woman when he's just making the tea. Is that because you think only women should make the tea? No, you obviously weren't listening, were you? He was talking about, I was confused because his question was phrased so badly. He's put the phone down. Yeah, sorry, you're back on the air, you got cut off, I don't know what happened there. Uh, yeah, no, you, he was confused his question, he mentioned a woman, I didn't quite understand what he was talking about a woman for. Oh, I see, I thought that he was suggesting that if, if it was a man, he would have made a tea. No, no, not at all. Okay. Thanks for calling. Idiot. It's always a good idea to get an expert. I went to see a concert, I went to see Dennis LeCorrier last night, who came in for Music Thursday a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, brilliant. What a nice, what a nice man. Sort out tickets for me and my mum, who's not been very well, uh, uh, and came out and spoke to us afterwards. What a nice man. Anyway, there's a woman there with a hearing dog for the deaf at a pop concert, and the dog sits there. Now, I don't want to be insensitive, but what? How does that work? We'll find out after the news, innit? last night and there's uh, a woman who I'm assuming is deaf because she has a dog that is labelled hearing dog for the deaf. So I'm assuming that she's deaf, uh, but uh, it's a tough one, this, isn't it, without sounding like a, a, a jerk, as I guess the Americans would call it. Uh, but, but, a, a deaf lady at a concert, does that work? I guess that works. I guess that works in the vibrations, travelling and stuff like that. But the dog hearing the concert... I, <laughs> So, so uh, you can talk about that if you want, 870 I'm kind of padding for time until four o'clock when Alan Fletcher comes in and the show's just going to kick off with a bang. It's going to be like putting, uh, putting uh, a, a, a rocket up a cat's backside. It's just going to take off. I was about to read an email there. Now look what's happened. There we go. We're back. Uh, has anybody got a copy of uh, London Light, which I think is that free rubbish newspaper they give away? If anyone has got one, could you give me a call? So if that's you, and you're happy to co- have a copy of London Light, uh, 0870 uh, um, and, uh, I just need to know something about it. Hang on a second. Line 6, have you got a copy of London Light? Oh, hello. Yes, I'll take that as a no. Uh, line 2, have you got a copy of London Light? Uh, no, it's the Verinda impersonator. Hey, Verinda impersonator, how's it going, man? Oh, uh, yeah, it, uh, I'm from the future. Oh, hang on one second, can you just say that? Line 6, have you got a copy of London Light? Indeed. Uh, what, could you open it to page 11? Yeah. You got it? I have now, yeah. And it, it, what does it say on page 11? 
Do you really want to know? Yeah, I do. Chuck I. Mm, no, they think it's a different article we're looking for. Yeah. Verinder impersonator from the future. Yeah, I've come to give you a warning. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I've, got, I've got a clip for you. What's going to happen if you lose to Verinder on Mastermind? Oh, all right, yeah. Okay, uh, here it is. One second. And you'll never. Uh. Uh. Accidental trespass. <laughs> Ian, uh, you, you didn't think I'd last 25 years, Ian, but I did. You know, Ian, I'm on my deathbed, Ian, but uh, I'm going to say it to you one more time, Ian. Shut your face, Ian. Blimey, that sounds terrifying. Massive big up. Yes. So, I, I forgot I was having a mastermind with Verinda today. I've not made up any questions, but I'll make them up just because I'm, I'm brilliant. Uh, Mark is in Surrey. Good afternoon, Mark. Got terrible news to you, Ian. Uh-oh. The Kiss Tribute Act have split up. Shut your face. Shut up. No, that's not true. Dressed to kill. No, they haven't. That's not true. Not true. He waited 15 minutes to say that. Tom. Good afternoon to you, Tom. Good afternoon, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, mate. Thank you. Yes, what can I do for you? Good. The hearing dog at the concert. Yes. The dog won't hear in the same way that a human does, because what? dog's hearing is attuned to very high frequencies, not bass frequencies. So whereas you and I would hear pounding bass at a rock concert, yes. the dog doesn't. The dog actually hears very, uh, hears very high frequencies, so it, it's, it, it's a very different sort of oral experience. How do we, how do we know that? How? How do we know that? Um, I, I'm not entirely certain, but I, I think it's, I mean, it, the, you know, the, like the dog whistles when they do, like, like the rounding up of the sheep and all of that malarkey and, uh, oh, yeah. and God knows what else. That, that's about, that's it. That's it. The, that, those, those sort of sounds are about sort of the lowest kind of sounds oh, that a no. dog hears. No, they're not. Oh, yeah. No, no, you're saying that. Oh, every time I do that, I get flub everywhere. You're <laughs> saying that's the lowest sound a dog can pick up. Yeah. What about yeah. when I talk to a dog, though, and I talk well, like that? See, come here, boy. Well, uh, come here, boy. Human... Here, boy. Here, boy. <laughs> come on, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. Come on, boy. Come a on. human here, voice boy. has a lot more in in terms of sort of upper harmonics than you actually realise. It's what? because humans can't actually hear yes. all of the like the, the the true harmonics of their voice. Right. That they think it sounds the way it does, but to the, to a dog's perception, it's like the difference between sort of colourblind people and, and what have you. The, the, okay, the, could know, the perception uh, is very different. All right, well let, let's let's put this uh, to the test, shall we? Could a dog hear this? Accidental trespass. Um, yeah, should be able to. Okay, let's. Could a dog hear this? And you'll never. Um. Yeah, whether he would go around the twist or not, it's a different matter entirely. Could a dog hear this? Massive big up. <laughs> yeah, Okay, probably. excellent. Thank you for that. Well, that's that clear. That's dogs and science. Uh, and those things go hand in glove. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Tony's in the Hackney. Good afternoon to you, Tony. Oh, hi, Ian. Hello, Tony. Yeah, I just, um, wanted to point out, um, what our last caller was saying about how dogs hear. That is quite correct, but there's a certain irony in that. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it a bitter irony? Um, well, it's as bitter as you'd, um, like to make it, I suppose. You, you know that in a, in a loudspeaker, you've got, um, you've got a thing called a woofer and a thing called a tweeter. Woofers and tweeters, yes. It's also an album by Sparks. 
Yes, well, the... Um, the tweeter and woofer's clothing. The very high frequencies, yes. the ones that the dogs can hear, Yes. they come through the tweeter. You're having a laugh. So the bits that the dog can't hear come through the woofer. That's insane. That just struck me as a, um, slightly amusing, that was all. Thank you. Only very, very slightly amusing to the point of not being funny at all. Yes. Uh, line six, uh, you're on the wireless. Is Tony still there? Tony? Tony. T- Tony? Tony. Yes, Tony's here. Is he there? Yes. Can I speak to him? Yeah, you sp- yeah, uh, yeah, i just get him. Hang on. Tony! Yeah, I'm just coming. Yeah, what's your? Hello, Tony. Yeah, it's wh- me. Oh, yeah, what's your? I just ring up to see how you are. Yeah, I'm very good. What's wrong with your mouth, Tony? I broke it. You broke it? I broke my mouth, yeah. How did you broke your mouth, Tony? I tripped over a, a, a hump. What hump? Uh, on the road, innit? Did you hurt your mouth, Tony? I broke it, yeah, of course I hurt you, idiot. Jackass! Okay, uh, what just happened there, London? For those who don't know what we're talking about, we're kind of not stalling until four o'clock. That would imply laziness. Although stalling is one of the hardest things to do, I don't know if you've ever tried. Uh, because at four o'clock, uh, uh, Alan Fletcher, a.k.a. Carl Kennedy, is coming in uh, to talk about his brilliant band, Waiting Room. Uh, and maybe even play us a couple of tunes. I've heard rumours. Someone called in last week to say he does a Kaiser Chiefs song. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if he does, uh, and if he can pull that off. That'll be great. Chris is very, very excited about meeting him. Aren't you, Chris? Yeah. There we go. Uh, so you, you can book your phone, your, your questions for him. He will take questions, I hope. Uh, 0870 is the phone number if you want to book questions. Or you can email them in, ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, and also, I'm, I'm really looking for someone who has a copy of the London Light today. It would be nice, uh, someone has emailed me saying that, um, uh, someone has emailed me saying that there's something in there I should be aware of. So if you have a copy of the London Light, it'd be good if you could give us a call, 0870 uh, 90, uh, Ah, yes! Now, this, we're gonna do this after, uh, Alan Fletcher is gone. Uh, between half past four and five o'clock, maybe a bit later, I don't, I don't know, I am gonna, we're gonna try and find, yesterday, uh, in bizarre circumstances, I heard the best piece of music in the world ever, full stop. It is an amazing piece of music that I couldn't stop singing. I can't sing it now, I've forgotten it. But at the time, I couldn't stop singing it. And we're going to hunt that down. I know, I know where we can hear it. We've got to make a couple of sneaky phone calls that perhaps we shouldn't make, but we're going to make them anyway. So we're going to be breaking rule. We're going to be. Oh, I haven't got the break Carl's in the look. Sorry. Carl's here. Right, right. Okay. Tell you what. Don't call him Carl, Chris. Oh, it's Alan. Alan's here. Where is he? He's just arrived. Are you going to go and get him? Yeah. Okay. Right. He's, he's twenty minutes early. Uh, what do I say to him? Well, I don't know, but just don't... If you shake his hand, don't shake it for more than two seconds, all right? Any more than that, and it's just a little bit weird, okay? <sighs> I've not got noisy nostrils. Steve! Hi, Ian. Good afternoon, Steve. Briefly about the dogs and science thing, to disagree with the guy. Oh, I'm yes. In. You disagree with him as well. What it is... If I put a microphone in front of you, connect the microphone to a harmonic analyzer, and you speak into it, what? your frequencies, the voice, I mean, sort of about five kilohertz lower, which is much on that guy would think. He was talking about sort of uh, much higher frequency. The dog can hear you. So he's talking nonsense. He's got it wrong. The dog can hear at lower frequencies at a human voice level. I don't understand what you're saying, but I'm going to cut you off. 
OK? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he was a nice lad. Fair play. Very, very nice lad. But I didn't have a clue uh, what he was talking about. Oh, the dearie me. Thank you, Paul, for that information. Um, uh, Ian, would would you like to... <laughs> this is a good email. From Tim, from Endemol Productions, re Celebrity Big Brother. Ian, would you like to be on the next Celebrity Big Brother in July 2007? I am a production assistant for Endemol UK. We'd be delighted if you'd agree. Celebs already confirmed are Matt Dawson. Who's that? Titmus. Gaffney. The banker from Deal or No Deal. And Charlotte Church's mum. We look forward to hearing from you, and we hope that you can make it. Kind regards, Tim. I'm kind of up for that, actually. Um, mm, oh, there we go. Look, there's a question for him, so I'll put that in the nutters folder. Oh, no, I'll put that in the thing there. Uh, OK. Uh, 0870-9090-903. So calls are being slightly d- d- random at the moment, just because Chris is so nervous about uh, Alan Fletcher coming in. He's not doing his job properly. He's not doing his job properly. So I'm kind of having to sail this ship alone. Which I think was a song by, uh, The Housewife. Chris, have you, have you lined up any phone calls for me, Chris? You know I'll get told off for taking these many calls straight to air. Let me try this one. Line two, you're on the air. Any phone calls for me? Lee? You know I'll get told off for Kind of, yes. Yeah. Lee, are you there? Uh, yeah, kind of. Lee? I'm, I'm sorry about yeah. the Kiss Tribute Act. They haven't split up. I thought it would be funny, and I'm sorry. Okay, well, that's, you've done a, it's a very bad thing to say. I'm sorry, I heard your voice, and I realised you were upset, so I'm really sorry. Okay. But? Yes? I'm sorry. Okay, good, well, well done there. What, what, okay, uh, okay, I promise, after quarter to four, things will, will get better, because we have a very special guest in the building, and it means he can definitely hear this show now. And if he hears it being as shoddy as this, he's going to walk out and get the cab to BBC London. All right, so let's just buck up our ideas. Time now to get the latest LBC 97.3 Travel News. Here's Richard Hake here, innit? It is. M25 going clockwise. Very- Alan Fletcher is coming in. He's, of course, Carl Cohn from Neighbours to talk about his, uh, his band and his excellent gigs and things like that. Uh, we're also mentioning, uh, we're, we're trying to ascertain exactly what dogs can hear. I don't know why. I mean, I was talking about a, a, a hearing dog for the deaf at a pop concert I was at last night. But we're talking about that. Uh, but sometime after half past four, I'm going to play you... Well, we're going to try and find the best music in the world ever. I heard it yesterday in very bizarre circumstances. Uh, it's an amazing piece of music. Get ready to... I, I found the new Gadang my friends. James is in the King's Road. Hello, Ian. Hello, James. Doing, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. Yeah, I've got a little question. I heard something in the news and it reminded me of something. I'm not really reminded, but anyway. Um, I just wanted to know, you know words and stuff, like pros and cons, they're words, and there's a contest... Is that the opposite of a protest? And I wanted to know what you thought about that. <laughs> well, first of all, yes, pros and cons are indeed words. Yeah, they are words, aren't they? Yes. Oh, I've got some children playing rugby in the background. Sorry, I'll have to move. Don't, don't, I, that's a big thing to, decision to make, just because there are children playing nearby. Just, yeah, you know, they're just... playing rugby. They might beat me up or something. Okay. And make noise. Is the anyway, protest yeah. the opposite of a contest? Yeah. Y- yes, it is. But people don't seem to think that. I was asking my friends. They yeah. don't seem to think that. Well, a protest, of course, you are um, demonstrating, you are voicing uh, your dismay at something. You are voicing an opinion about something loudly, and you are uh, rebelling against something. A contest, you are all joining together as one to have a good old, you know, question and answer session, isn't it? 
Yeah. Because I, I, I was kind of thinking, well, contest is like people and what they're doing yes. is... I've completely forgot what I was going to say because I'm on the radio. OK, yeah. never mind. Steve! Hello? Hello, Steve, you're on the air. Hello, Ian? Yes. You sort of ate your nostrils earlier, being noisy. Oh, yeah, listen, listen to this. Hang on, sh- be quiet, here we go. Right, apparently... No, shush, 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 here we go. Turn your... Oh, I forgot. Turn your radio off. Turn my radio off? No, I'll turn mine off. Yeah, you turn yours off. And you then you turn yours off as well? Oh, I'll turn mine off as well. Hey, Is that better? Well, no, you've just turned it down. How's that? No, you've just turned it down. I can still hear it. Hang on a minute. Let me try something my end. Um, hang on. Yep, that's better. Mohan is in the city. Hello. Hello, Mohan. Hello, Ian. All right. You want a page 11 from Life Mag... The, 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 the someone, yes, the London Lights news... Free, is, it, is that the free newspaper? Yes, it is. Is that the one that's all purple and isn't very good? Yes, it is. <laughs> I much prefer... I much prefer even the Standard Light is better than the London Light. I know, I know. There you go. But they're, they're very, um... The, the, the young people that hand those London Lights out, they're very, um, aggressive, aren't they? They are, really. They want you oh, to well, take those papers. Free, you just take it, don't you? Yeah, you just take... If it's free, I just take it. That's it. Uh, right, page 11. Yes. What's on that page? A pretty woman sitting next to a pretty man, <laughs> a handsome man, I think. Um, well, it's to do with, um, the, the picture is dinner date with Jude Law and Sienna Miller. Oh, she's beautiful, Sienna Miller. She's got nice oh, teeth. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah, if she, if she, if it was well, free, I'd take married, it. married only if I was young. Yes. Uh, so there's no mention of myself or Wisdom Jones on there. Oh, I, I didn't read on. You just asked, asked us to look oh, at page 11. Well, have, have, a, have a read of it now. Oh, yes, I'm with... Uh, London writer, the DJ, Wisdom Jones, TV presenter. Hang on, well, hang on. Yay! You just said, you just said Wisdom yes, Jones. So, right, right, say, right, so read what you just read. I am with him, London Light reader and DJ uh, Wisdom Jones with TV presenter Lian Lee. What? That's what it says? Yes. But that, that, that sentence doesn't mean anything. Then it says no. no. So is there a picture or anything? Yeah, with an L plate, uh, sort of L plate. On the background and the LBC, yeah, it must be the LBC background. What? What was this? Under that says overheard, Russell Brand's manifesto. There will be no, no more nonsense from me. And that has to do with somebody else, right? Russell Brand manifesto. Yeah. And who is that? Which um, send you the celebrity snaps in, in to London Eye at London Eye at thisislondon.co.uk, and that. Under that, it says that it's got your picture. Right, so there's a, there's a picture of me. Yes, sir. Right, so uh, I, am I, I the pretty? I think it is you. I think it is you. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen you. Am I the pretty um, lady? Uh, <laughs> or the pretty man? Uh, handsome. Uh, well, if you if you, you look were a bit like him, actually, I must say. But it is me. Yeah, I am him. If it's me, if it's a picture of me, then I look very much like him, definitely. Um, yeah, with um, DJ Vist. Wisdom Jones. Is he Jamaican? I don't know. Wisdom Jones, do you know? Uh, yeah, well, I'm aware of Wisdom Jones. Yeah, he's got, he's got, uh, yeah, okay. And what does it say about the picture? Well, it just says, um, I'm, I'm with him. London Light reader and DJ Wisdom Jones with TV personality and I am with him? Yes. But, so, but, but what, co- why is that picture there? There's not, is there any other text around that picture that would explain what that picture's about? Well, it, no. Shall I, shall I play some music while you read the paper? I can't, yeah, I can do. Okay, I'm waiting for my daughter to come down from school any minute. 
Okay. So. Well, hey, hey, here's some music, and hopefully you'll have uh, found well, uh, what we need after this. Nice So, Mohan, what have I you found out? So, it's just a picture of me and Wisdom Jones and no explanation of why it's there. Other than that uh, statement which I just read out. Well, that's insane, just have a picture. I'm there. LBC background, that's all I can say. Okay. Uh, Mohan? Unless it says I'm with him, means uh, you're a pair, are you? <laughs> uh, we are certainly not a pair. Mohan, good, good lad, thank you very much for that, sir. No, I don't get anything for this. No, you know, there's no prize, no. <laughs> you just get to the, the, the fact that we were. were you, you got my respect. Jeff wants a pool table. Any lights on that? It'd be uh, good for you to give us a call. 0870-90-90-973. Alan Fletcher is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be here after four o'clock. Uh, got lots of questions coming in, so uh, you can call in. 870 uh, Or email ian at We'll fit in as many uh, as we can. Oh, do you want to take that line 11, Johnny? Oh, oh, sorry, could you bring up Paul? Sorry, sorry, Johnny's doing everything here. Yes, Paul? Oh, hello, Ian. Yes? How are you? Oh, you're answering like a big girl's blouse. I was miles away. I'm probably in a girl's blouse sort of world. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I've just got really bad toothache all of a sudden, and I've had that the past month or so. Every now and then, I've just had really bad toothache. Ooh. And like three teeth, and it's just come on now. I think it's stress. Could be. Oh, right. yeah, or, or jet setting. Could be. Could be. Uh, what can I do for you, Paul? Um, yeah, dogs. You said um, you wanted to know what dogs can hear. Well, I, I said it. Did you mean it, though? <sighs> I sp- probably at the time I did, yeah. Oh, right, because you're, you're very good at scientific experiments here. I certainly am. In fact, one result of experiments we never had, do you remember years and years and years ago, you did yeah. the hoodie mm. show? Mm. You, you never let us know the results of that. Cause I've, got the res- oh, I've got the results here. Did the crime rate go up? Hang on, uh, do you know, I've, I'm sure I've got this. Yeah, here we go, these are the results of the, the hoodie special we did, where everyone wore hoodies for a day, here we go. Woody. Yep, yep, there we go. That's the results. Excellent. Mm. That was good. That proper scientific experiment. I like that. We have, what we've done is we've made the studio into a clean room, and it's, it's basically laboratory conditions. Yeah. It's, it's not like the Bonco booth or anything. It's laboratory conditions. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pleased as well, because, you know, for nearly two years now, I've been wondering what were the results of the hoodie experiment. Well, the results, and for those that we missed it, here we go one more time. Here are the results. Woody. Excellent, so that's good. Uh, one thing, also, we had some original results in. It turned out these were flawed. Faggots? Is he faggots? No, it was. Woo-hoo! So there we go. <laughs> Excellently done. Excellently done. Well, what it was, was, yes. you know, I, I could turn my radio up in seven seconds, because I have a dog here. Oh, yeah. And you could experiment, and I can tell you what the results are, whether he okay. responds. Okay. Let's, let's have a go. So I'm going to say something to the dog and see if we can hear it. What's your dog called? Muldan. Okay, here we go. Muldan, can you hear me speaking like this? Okay, I'll turn the radio. Muldan. Okay, here we go. Did, did the dog hear that, Paul? He did. He heard my first Muldan and he popped up and then he stuck his head down. Okay, let's, I'm going to try something now. Let's see if, you, if Muldan can hear this. <laughs> okay, here we go. We... 
yes, he'd like that. There we go. Well, that's proved that dogs can hear the radio. So that's, that's, that's test one down, Paul. Thank you very much for that. That's science. That is science. We've proved, beyond reasonable doubt, that dogs can hear the radio. Uh, OK, coming up after the news, very, very exciting. We've got a special guest coming in. There's you, and it's Alan Fletcher, Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. Does he get sick of people saying that, I wonder? We'll ask him. We'll ask him. He's coming in. Uh, your chance to speak to him as well, ask him a question. Be nice, for God's sakes. Don't treat him the way you treated my other guests. 870 90 90 973 is the phone number. Ian at lbc.co.uk. I'll have Alan Fletcher coming in the studio after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Thursday, uh, we've got Alan Fletcher here. Alan, good afternoon. Hello, Ian. Great to be here. Now, listen, uh, it, it, hang on. Chris, what are you doing? I'm uh, just standing here. All right. I think, well, isn't he bringing me a cup of tea? Yeah, where's, the, where's, where's Alan's tea? Oh, it's on its way. Cal's boiling. Do you want to. As everyone knows on the website, White with one and a half. Here we go. He said they don't do halves, so it has to be white with two. So get, go, you, go, Come go on, Chris, go and get my tea. I can't, can't be honest with you. Mm. He's genuinely a very big fan of yours. And he's, he's, he's been phoning me up the last few nights, really late. I can't believe Alan's coming in. What, what, what should I do? So, sorry oh. if he's a little well, bit... Well, what if I take him for a pint after the interview? Oh, don't encourage it. Yeah. Don't encourage... Was, was he all right down when he came to get you downstairs? Well, he's, f- he's fine, but I don't know why he had to come down on his knees. Yeah, strange that, isn't it? <laughs> very silly. <laughs> I didn't know he was that pleased <laughs> to see you. Wow. Uh, OK. Now, for those uh, who don't know, uh, and there can't be anybody, your co- Dr. Carl Kennedy... Correct. ...from Neighbours, do you get sick of people in the street going, it's Carl Kennedy? No, I don't know. I answer the name Carl. When I go to the football, I sit there in the stands. If someone shouts out Carl, I'll turn around. The good thing is, of course, there are not met very many people called Carl. I mean, mm. not very many of us would know someone called Carl. Mm. But I have embarrassed myself sometimes where someone's going, Oi, Carl, I turn around and wave. And they go, not you, you oh, idiot. Oh, no, really? Oh, yeah, occasionally. That's not good news. Now, listen, you're here because uh, you've got your band, which is uh, Waiting Room. Yeah. Uh, and they're playing some gigs. Yeah, we have, we've done three tours of the UK. Yeah. Uh, you know, here we are, soap actors turning into music, the cliché come come to life, you know. Mm. Uh, I'm a little bit different, obviously, than your Kylie and Jason's. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you more like Craig McLaughlin than Check well, One, oh, too? Oh, was... Well, maybe not either that. Yeah, yeah, uh, thank God no, for that. Here we are. I met up with a couple of musos a couple of years ago, uh, Tommy Rando and Chris Hawker in Melbourne. We did, started doing some gigs together. When the university circuit over here heard about the band, they mm. said, hey, we'd like a bit of that, you know. Mm. So uh, we'd come over, and the kids would come to the gig and say, come see me out backstage and say, you know, we came to this gig to see Dr. Carl, yeah. you know, because we love neighbours and blah blah, and we thought the music might be just a bit sad because yeah. Dr. Carl's music's rubbish. His, his music is rubbish oh, on the TV yeah, show. So. Oodles of noodles, you know, it's all that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but the great thing is they come and see the gigs, and, and Tommy and Chris are such powerful musicians as well. They love our music. They love what we play. We give them, you know, Kaiser Chiefs. We give them Foo Fighters. We it's, give them all that. You give them Kaiser Chiefs. Oh yeah. This was mentioned the other day that you do. What Kaiser Chiefs? Oh, we do. I predict a riot. But this time round, we'll, we'll do. We're, we're doing na 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 and. Yeah. I mean, I think they're an awesome band. Oh, they're brilliant, prizes, yeah. you know. uh, But that's just a mix of what we do. We do a lot of our own material as well, which yeah. people love. Um, and uh, there's my tea. Thank you, Chris. There you go. No, just stand up, mate. There's no need for all that. Oh, hang on, Chris. Chris- there's questions late. Do you, well, these are questions you want me to ask? Yes, please. All right. I've got some... Chris has written some questions for you. Marvellous. Um, so, uh, so, yes, the tours were very successful. We've done three, and now we come back for our fourth tour next December. Oh. And uh, very excited because uh, uh, we've managed to get a gig at um, uh, Rocket Music's organised a gig for us at the Islington Academy. It, that's on the, December the 12th. December 12th, and we're it's coming. an awesome venue. Yeah. Uh, it's a brilliant venue. Yeah. yeah that's a proper right. rock Venue. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's it's great, and uh, so that is going to be probably the biggest gig of the tour. I should wow. think. Then we'll go off, and um, 
before he... We'll give out the website later, but for yeah. anyone who wants to know it, it it's alanfletcher.net, is your main website, yep. and they can find Waiting Room they can find, in there. They can find an enormous amount of stuff. They can find video clips of Jackie Woodburn, who plays Susan and myself in Cop Shop, 20 years in ago. In what, what shop? A, shop called, a show called Cop Shop, Cop where shop. she played my sister. They can <sighs> see video clips of old neighbours stuff, they can listen to the music from Waiting Room, they can go to my news page and see all the chat we've about got, tours. We've got a, a question on the email, and I was going to ask a similar uh, thing. Where is it? Hang on a second. Uh, oh. Is Susan Kennedy as hot in real life as she is on TV? Hotter. Much, much, much hotter. Well, I've well, still got mm. such a crush on her. Well, so you should. She's beautiful. She's stunning. Uh, let's, uh, Ollie! Hello, Ian and Alan. Good to speak to you both. Hello, Hello. Ollie. Um, question, uh, first I'll just say, Alan, I've looked up some of your, uh, music on the internet, and it's, it's all covers of all, all good songs, so I'm looking forward to hearing some of that. Cool, man. Wanted to know, um, is... Do you prefer Susan's hair long as it was or short as it is now? Short as it is now, I think it looks stunning now. I must say, I did. I, I loved her hair before, but you know, there's only so, so many years you can live with with those bangs. It was the yeah. bangs at the front, I think. Yeah. I can see a forehead now, and I like that. Yeah, I, I, prefer, I'm a, I prefer the long hair. I'll be honest. Yeah, I prefer the long hair yeah. as well. I think it's sort of a saucy teacher look. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I just think that she's she's more contemporary now. Ollie, thank you very much for that, uh, Jonathan. Oh, hello, Alan. Nice to talk to you. Well, and Ian, of course. Yeah, well. um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to come and sit in your waiting room, Alan, I can tell you that, love. Oh, God. Bless anyway, you. Anyway, yes. what, what I was going to ask you is, did you do any research or studying into doctoring and things like that when you played come to play the part, or did you not bother researching it? Uh, well, no, I, I did, because I, I actually have the very good fortune of living next door to a GP. And hey, that's handy. It is, and, and we're very, very good mates, and uh, his life is dominated by medicine, um, and so basically if I ever have a question, um, obviously the researchers from Neighbours help me out as well, but if I've ever got a question to get the real kind of honest, earthy GP t tilt on something, I'll go just go see him or ring him up. Have you picked up some stuff? Could you, if someone <laughs> was really ill... Could you, like, save their life? Uh, no. Okay, that's, that's... But I can say angioblastic T-cell lymphoma. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's... He, he's just showing off now, I think. Jo uh, Jonathan, anything else? Uh, no, thank you very... Oh, no, I'll cut you off then. <laughs> right. <laughs> he phones it quite a lot. Well, let, let's do Chris's questions, you don't mind, I'm, I'm delighted. Now, this is Agent Chris, my producer, who's genuinely a big fan of yours. Uh, question one is, wh where do you live? Uh, I live in, in uh, Brighton, in Victoria. Many many suburbs of Melbourne are named uh, are named after suburbs or just towns in England. Yeah, that's a bit of a con. Come up with your own names. I know, I it's know. A bit it's of a rip off. Well, people have to remember that even though Australia is very very multicultural, yes. it is dominated, of course, by its ties to the old the old dart. As yes. they call it. Yeah. Are we the Poms or are you the Poms? You're the Poms. Well, and what does a Pom mean? Uh, I, oh, there is it is an acronym for something. Is it? I can't remember. I think it's derogatory, so I best, oh, okay. best off I let's, don't let's, remember it. Okay, the second question from uh, my producer. Uh, what's your telephone? What, what's your telephone number? He's not going to tell us that, is he? No. No, no. I'm actually I'm not, because the only reason I'm not going to tell you, I would if I could remember it. Oh, it's like that, is it's it? It's like that, yeah. Uh, would you like to go bowling with me, with Chris, on a Saturday night? I would very much like to. The chances of me being free to do so might be a bit slim, but I'll give it a go. Okay, you, listen, you don't, if he's, if he's freaking you out, you don't have to. Take care, I've got security with me. Last, last question. Ah. Oh. Do you wear pyjamas? Chris, I'm beginning to worry now. It's starting to get worries. I actually do, I do wear pyjamas. I do wear pyjamas. When, when I'm travelling, when I'm away from home, I wear pyjamas. Hey, I travelled business class, upper class, for the first time the other day. As did we on this trip. Oh, did, what, did you go, which, who with? Well, well uh, with Emirates. Oh, uh, right. Who, who, uh, I, I only fly with Emirates because they've got the perfect routing between England and Australia. Oh, really? You go through Dubai, Melbourne, Dubai, direct, then London. You sleep at all the right times, it's perfect. And when I was at the pointy end, 
uh, because uh, my lovely company, Grundy Television, were paying for the trip. Wow, yeah, that's the thing. They were paying for They it. were paying, and they put me in the pointy end, and I slept all the way and uh, in, in the best aeroplane you can get in, and uh, it was brilliant. I've never been up a class before, and they get, they, I went with Virgin, and it was, it was, it was again, it was all paid for by Sky. And you can get, like, they give you pyjamas to wear, like a little nightsuit to wear. Is that right? Yeah, it's very exciting. All right, listen, Alan, we'll, we'll talk more. We're going to get a song in a minute. I've got to do some mm. bit, bits and pieces. Is that all right? Are you okay to stick around? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll stay for the rest of the day. If you Good want. lad, here we go. Here's the ads. Who knows what secret? We'll play some music a bit later on, uh, for us. Uh, can I rattle through these email questions? Please, yeah. Um, Ian, what's superb news that Alan Fletcher, a true television legend, is on the show today? I read somewhere not too long ago that the great doctor himself is a fan of the Libertines. Is this true? I, I, I do like the Libertines very much. Um, that, now that, that person is actually a, a keen researcher there, because that, that would have turned up in just a, I do remember the article, I remember actually doing the interview where we talked about the wow. Libertines, so that's... What other stuff do you think? You mentioned that you do, yeah. you do a Kaiser Chief song. What yeah, do we do, do Kaiser's? I, I mean, I, I've, I love the early Oasis stuff in, in particular, Franz Ferdinand. Mm. Um, but uh, some of the new, new, new um, not, they're not that new, but some of the bands like The Kooks and The Feeling are really getting into The Kooks are great. Yeah. It's interesting. What I'm finding, I don't know if you're picking up on this too, but with the influence that McFly's had in bands, and, and The Kooks do this, mm. you know, so, uh, uh, and The Feeling, that's, there's a lot of kind of 60s, yeah, 60s yeah. vibe coming back into music. I mean, the Lars, uh, same same thing. Well, you've j he's just mentioned the Lars. You, you've won gold points. Oh, so you that, know your stuff, don't you? Well, yeah. I've, I'm, you know, the, the, the fantastic thing about iTunes these days is you, you sh if someone just happens to mention a band, yeah, you just you go, bang, I'll go and have a listen to that. Yeah. Or you hear something on the radio, bang, I can buy it for, you know, whatever, $1.69 yeah. Australian or something. So my music collection is now expanding exponentially. Plus, the band and I are always on on the lookout for songs. I remember when uh, I was travelling in, in uh, Worcestershire, I, I was working in Malvern, I drive, driving over the Malvern Hills, this beautiful, serene countryside, and on come the killers, which somebody told me, had just been released. And I actually stopped the car and texted Australia to one of the boys <laughs> in the band and said, I have just heard the song we will be opening our next tour with. Brilliant. You know, because it was just, it grabbed me like that. The killers are awesome, I think. They're great. Okay, another quick question. Uh, mm. Then we'll have a song, if that's all right. Uh, I've got a question. Uh, for Alan's bandmate, Tommy Rando, mm. used to have a great song called Perfect World that was played very frequently in the neighbour's coffee shop. Correct. I now hear that Tommy has a solo album coming out. Can Alan confirm this, give any details on it, and if Tommy's solo work differs from the style of Waiting Room? I can confirm there is an album coming out. I can confirm he wrote that song. I remember that song. He also just <coughs> recently co-wrote a song called Wasabi, which went to number one in Australia. Excuse me for one second. <coughs> would you like some water? Chris, get some, get Chris, some water. I, I, would get, I wouldn't mind some water. Thank you, Chris. Um, stand up, mate. Yes, it's embarrassing, um, uh, Yeah, and Tommy's album is coming out here. Yeah, I think he's uh, planning a release date for late November, early December. Okay. Uh, keep an eye on uh, MySpace backslash Tommy Rando, uh -huh. um, because that's where you'll find out everything about it. His style is very different from Waiting Room. He's... Um, as Tommy, Tommy is a passionate ballad writer. Beautiful, beautiful ballads. Um, so what is what is the style of Waiting Room then? What, what well, is it? it? It's a bit of a mix. Our, our album in, in the Waiting Room, which we released a couple of years ago, is a very eclectic mix of music because what we'd sat, we'd sat down, the boys and I, and said, okay, what do we want to write? And I, I wrote most of the lyrics and they were a mixture of quite passionate songs and ballads about, uh, you know, some about depression and de the death of a small child being an example of cheery subjects that I was dab dabbling with. Mm. <clears throat> and others are, are kind of uh, fun songs about student life and, you know, yeah, yeah. living in, in a room with one single mattress. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, sir. Uh, Did you just call him sir? Yeah. He's never done that mm -hmm. before. I'm still waiting for that knighthood, too. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, they, they, we like quirky, fun songs, you know, about sort of student life and yeah. that sort of time. So I would say that the, the, the songs we do now at gigs, our songs, are more of that genre. Yeah. Songs like Lipstick on My Collar, you know, coming home at four o'clock in the morning or waking up in the morning knowing that you came home at four but you can't remember who with and you can't remember how you got there. Those days. Those. Hey, any chance we could have a tune? You've got, you've got yes. your guitar. <clears throat> yeah, have, have your water. Do you, know, do you, do you I will. I've got the frog in the throat. That's because I've been going all day. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, listeners. Yeah, rock and roll. You didn't get to bed till this three o'clock. <coughs> Dr. Carl, as you know, is a doctor, can do everything. Yeah. The medical fraternity like to rib me about this, that yeah. uh, he cures, you know, he, <laughs> he, he does brain surgery, he does all the birthing, he's the obstetrics and everything. So, it, with, uh, with uh, apologies to Louis Prima, who, who did a beautiful version of this song, I'm just going to give you one verse, just as a teaser. This will be on the next tour. I'm just a GP, Dr. Carl Kennedy, Ramsey Street's only physician. If you got leukemia, you're suffering from bulimia, he's a medical magician. I know it's a bold claim, but for every disease you name, he's a medical expert. If it's not for his expertise, the cast would be deceased, the street would be a graveyard. <laughs> Here we go, just a taste. Can't you sneak that into an episode of Neighbours one day? Well, if I could just put it on the background, it'd be marvellous. It's all um, changed now that their music isn't supplied by Mushroom Records anymore. Uh, no, not so much, but uh, th that's actually opened the way for a lot of very, very good young singer-songwriters to get their music into Neighbours mm. through uh, the music director, Chris Pettifer. So mm. if anyone's got any music they would like to sling towards Neighbours, they should head it towards uh, Mr Pettifer. Are we mentioning, uh, we're talking off-air about uh, people sometimes take the mick out of Neighbours uh, because it's a soap opera and because the acting, the, the legends, they're good. But some brilliant actors... Uh, have come out of of, of neighbours. We're talking mm. about um, Jim Robinson, uh, who's, yep. who's in uh, Lost and Twenty Four yeah, and things like the that. And, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, the, the, when people talk about soap opera, the, it's like a pejorative term because they say, "Oh, it's just a soap," mm. meaning presumably that the stories are worse than other dramas and the acting is worse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't find this to be true at all. I consider Neighbours to be a drama. It's mm. a domestic drama. It's ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Yes, okay, a hell of a lot goes on in that tiny little street. Yeah, oh yes. But that, you know, if, if we wouldn't have a show if you didn't do it that way. Mm. Some of the finest performances I've ever seen and the finest actors I've ever worked with have come out of our show. Uh, people always rib the whole thing about people coming out and becoming musicians. Yeah. But most actors can sing and yeah, most yeah. actors train to sing because it's actually part of our job you know i've done musicals for years mm. and I, you need to be able to so it's hard it shouldn't be actually surprising all mm. that you know um it, it's it's it, a natural given that all performers will show an interest in in doing other things other than just you know the mm. show they're on so you know it, it's um uh, the fact that we get so many good actors, I reckon, is, is because Jan Russ, who's been casting Neighbours for 20 years, is actually brilliant at finding good talent. We were doing some research about you on the internet, and, uh, to be honest, we just spent 40 minutes looking at pictures of, uh, Libby Kennedy, sorry. Uh, this is all right, because if, if it's me, I would have done exactly the same thing. <laughs> we, were, we were making remarks along those lines. Right, we've got two calls. Uh, let's go, uh, let's go mm. to Fariba first. Hello, Fariba. Hello, uh, Ian. Hello, Chris. And of course, Mr. Kennedy. It's, it's great to hear you. And uh, I remember I was a big child, uh, maybe naive, but uh, I loved the episode of The Neighbour from Australia, Sydney, of course. It was so great. I just have a couple of questions on behalf of my friend Ishala and Amir uh, and, and Carol. Uh, what is your favourite uh, favorite food and fashion? And which part was more uh, exciting for you to... Which part of Australia 
Australia for mm. filming. Which yes. part did you enjoy? And of course, if so, you don't mind, my friend and me had a little crush on Jason Donovan long time ago. Okay, well, I'm not <laughs> surprised. For you. I'm not surprised about that because you're a very, very good-looking young lad was our Jason, and, and a very talented actor now too. By the way, he's, he's yes. actually starring in some fantastic Australian dramas at the moment. Um, it, food. Uh, I, I will, my <laughs> Can I just say, Fariba is a real call, by the way. Oh, this I'm is, sure. You know, I'm sure. Um, and, and delighted Thank to speak you. to her. Uh, curry laksa is my favourite food, okay. uh, which is, of course, mm-hmm. a Malaysian uh, uh, sort of coconut soup or curry soup. Excellent. Fashion, um, I think, was the next thing. Fashion. Well, my, my fashion is basically anything where I can wear a shirt that is fashionable and, and good, looks good but can be worn out. It's a nice shirt you're wearing there. Thank you. Very nice. Yes, and, and that was purchased in Australia. Uh, the other question, I think, I think what you might have been alluding to is what was some of my favourite scenes and things that I'd shot in Neighbours. Yeah. And my, my most memorable scene that I ever did in Neighbours and you might, you might remember this is when Dr Carl sat there in a marriage guidance counselling session with Susan he looked her in the eye and said I just don't love you anymore and, oh yeah and, we, and the tears flowed from both of us and uh, it was the end of our relationship that one sing- signalled the end it was a very very powerful you're going to get back together though aren't you well on screen right now we want to be together we need to be together we're trying to be together and so and the very fact that we are here in London filming next week Carla and Susan I, I oh. would suggest to you means that uh, Carla and Susan are back well, together Fariba thank you for that thank you lovely to talk to thank you thank you so much Yes, there we go. Uh, so th- this, oh, we, we've only got 30 seconds now. I, I want to mention, you, you, you're filming next week for Neighbours. We've got 30 seconds left. Yeah. Give, give it to me. Uh, Don't <laughs> Make sure you come down to the Islington Academy to see the band. We are filming next week with Izzy, Carl and Susan. Carl's, oh. brought, Carl's brought Susan over for a bit of romance, but of course Izzy lives in London now and yeah. causes a little bit of mayhem for us as a result. Great episodes they're going to be. And uh, thank you so much for having me hey, on. Hey, no worries. Listen, we're going to play some adverts. I'll come back. We'll give the dates. We'll give the website out again properly. Don't worry about that. I do want to party, neighbours. Uh, we'll give all the websites out after this. In 1965... Stay for the last 30 seconds. Let's let's do the business side. Uh, you're pl- Tuesday the 12th of December, you're playing the Carling Academy in Islington, mm-hmm. which yep. is a proper rock venue. Uh, the website is www.alanfletcher.net forward slash waiting room if you want to go specifically to the band. Yeah. Uh, and the MySpace, you were trying to explain your oh, MySpace MySpace.com, but this is, this is Fletch, F-L-E-T-C-H, Tommy Chris. That's myspace.com backslash Fletch Tommy Chris, but you can always find us through the search engine and MySpace anyway. Hey, listen, man, it's very nice to meet you. It's great nice to meet you, Ian. It's wonderful to be on. Thank you for the callers, too. Uh, we, yeah, most of them. Uh, some were a little bit. OK, we'll take more of your calls after the latest LBC News. <laughs> nice bloke, isn't he? How can the people we get in here are genuinely really nice? And um, bless him, I, uh, Alan Fletcher, he's a lovely fellow, but, but Chris is out there just bothering him and getting him to sign stuff and all these pictures and he, uh, Alan's got to go off and do stuff and he's got interviews and TV shows and scripts to learn. So, I don't know, we're going to have to have a word with Chris, I think, because that's, that's, he's a producer, he should be a little bit more professional than that. That's inappropriate behaviour for the member of the production team. Uh, okay, so, back to the show as normal, uh, as it were. Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the phone number. What were we talking about earlier? I've got my bits and pieces here. Oh, yes. Um, dog, what do dogs hear? I think we've worked that out. They can hear, they can hear the radio. We know that much. Uh, at some point, after five, I'll do it now, I'm going to play you or I'm going to try and play you the greatest piece of music I have ever heard. I heard it yesterday in very odd circumstances, uh, and I just kept I kept accessing this music because it was so inspirational. So hopefully uh, it'll sound the test of time. Chris has disappeared, so I just need to take some of these. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Ah, oh, Ian. Yes. Is that you? Yes, uh, yes, what can I do for you? Well, I'm just sitting outside Green Lane um, um, Station. 
Right. Admir- admiring the uh, talent. And you were saying about this um, light um, newspaper. Oh, yes, yes, yes the, the, the London Light on page 11. Page 11. Yes. Um, there's no pictures of you, though, is there? Oh, there should be. There should be. And when are you going to do Countdown? I mean, you'd be good at that. I'd be excellent at Countdown. I'm waiting for What's them right? to ask. I bet you wouldn't say no to the money, either. I, I would never say no to the money. Whatever <laughs> the money is, I always say yes to it. <laughs> and then you can pay off your um, kitchen that you're not too happy about paying for. Oh, I've still got two and a half grand. To, I, pa- I paid off a massive chunk of it the <laughs> other day, but I've still got two and a half grand to pay on that blooming thing. Uh, I told you what to do with that, but you won't do it, though, will you? Well, the, the, I, what I need to do, and I've spoken to them about it, is I need to pay it all off apart from three instalments, uh, and then those three instalments get taken out and I, do, I don't pay as much interest. Yeah. That's how it works. rip-off, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is a rip-off, and I'm, I'm really, I nearly swore then, I'm really annoyed, <laughs> I'm knocked off, <laughs> that I fell for it, and this guy tr- the, yeah. has tricked me into getting it, what idiot I, I am. Think, yeah, salespeople, do you know what I mean? But what's, um, what's happened so far on the show, because I've only just managed to switch on. You've only just tuned in? Yeah, I know, sorry well, about it. Well, you, you, you've missed. And you'll never Uh, you've missed that. Uh, yeah. What else have you missed? You've missed... Cows of Supernatural. Yes, you've also missed... <laughs> Maybe we're doing the Ian Lee show and we just don't know it. Uh-huh, you missed this. No! Yes. <laughs> yep, you, you also missed... Massive Big Up. Uh, and... No, I don't have a computer. And finally, you finally. missed... Uh, you missed this. Accidental trespass. There we go. Oh, that was camp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh. it's, it's been a good show. Been a good show. So, whereabouts are you in LBC? Where is it situated at? Why? Oh, it's just interesting. That's why I'm not going to come and stalk you, don't I? It's, in, it's sort of in West Lo- was, uh, Latimer Road is the nearest tube. Oh, Latimer Road, yeah. Yeah. But to God, it's a, it's a hellish place, London, though, isn't it? You can't wait to get out of it. I love London. What are you talking about? It's oh, the third greatest city in the world. No, 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 no. I can't stand it. What is wrong yeah, with you, young Phil? You're all no. miserable today. No, no, I'm cool. I'm just tired, you know, London pollution. It's, mm, people everywhere, and I want to go to my farm in Scotland and just chill out in front of a big log fire. Do you know what? I, yeah, I want to go somewhere and chill out and switch off my head for a week. That would be nice, wouldn't you it? You need to. You're more than welcome to use my place. It's empty. It's little cottage. It's a croft in the middle if of nowhere. If I could get some time off of work. I mean, I'm not here next week, but I'm working next week. All I'm doing is working, <laughs> I know. and I just want to have a week of not working. Why can't people can't listen to that? To me, right. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's that's my rant over. Good lad. Uh, now, Chris, is, uh, you, you're back now, are you? You've, you've, you've left. You've left Alan Fletcher. Yeah, just. A nice bloke, wasn't he? Very. I muffed up the pictures I took of you. I did a Gene Simmons on them. Oh no! The pictures I took of Chris are all blurry. Like what the have you pi- done? <laughs> the pictures he took of me. The picture of me with Gene Simmons and of me with Upper Street. One of them is my hero. One of them is uh, are not. Uh, and Chris took pictures of them, and they're all really blurred. Now, focus. No one's going to believe it's him. <laughs> but the pictures I took of Chris with... I took about six. You idiot! <laughs> they're all really badly out of focus. Idiot! <laughs> There's one in there that's all right. Like, the third one is all right. You can't make out his me, though. It'll be all right. He said he'd come back in December. Idiot. 
Barry's in Watford. Oh, hello. <laughs> Listen, tell that lost call when a man is tired of London, is tired of life. Yes, that's uh, Oscar Wilde. When a man is tired of Watford, has been there a couple of minutes already. No, <laughs> 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 I wanted to sell that man from Neighbours. <laughs> Here, blooming, uh, coming on there, neighbours. I'll tell you something, a misinformation, neighbours. What? Uh, well, blimey, every, a little understanding, you can find the perfect blend. That's when good neighbours become good. He wants to tell my neighbour, Simon Clancy, he's still got my hoe. I fell off a ladder about a year oh, ago. I'm so sorry. I'm not, I'm not laughing at that. I'm sorry. I fell off a ladder a year ago. Yes, to this very day. Yes, and I hurt my ankle and I fainted. And uh, frankly, if one of our neighbours had a basic understanding of first aid, that would have made good friends. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, yes. What were you doing up a ladder, Barry? I was I was painting my cuttering. <laughs> very silly. Yeah, I you shouldn't be doing that. You should get your uh, idiot son no. Dave to do that. Should, oh, 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 oh. Is it Dave the idiot? Yeah, yes, not an idiot. No, he is. We, we call him. We call him da- when his name comes up on the screen. Now it says yes. Dave the idiot, and I know exactly who it is. Well, I'll tell you something. You're a, playing with. You're dancing with Dick. He's a very. I'm not scared, Barry. Listen, uh, first of all, he yeah. know he's all ma- he's one of those people. He's a bully. He's all yes. mouth, he's no trousers. If he did do anything, uh, I have got the fine, I've got the weight of chrysalis and LBC, I've yes. got my own personal fortune, I would take him down, not just to Chinatown, but yes. to various other parts of, of town, uh, other ethnically oriented parts of town, and yes. teach him a darn good lesson. Well, I'd say you good luck to you, because yeah. he's hard as nails. He's very, very hard. I'd say he'd give you a one-two spank, you wouldn't know the other. From breakfast time. Yeah. I'm going to send him round. You say near Latimer Road. I mean, I think he's a head case, but he is still my son. And, you know, I've had the old bloody nose from him, but it's affection. <laughs> it's what? Affection. Have you ever peed in a swimming pool? Well, no, but if I did... He'd certainly come after me. <laughs> I may have done. I'm not always aware when I'm doing it now, Dave. <laughs> so I'll come round there and beat you up. Yeah, I'm going to get my Dave onto you, Verinda. I know it's a recording. I'm playing along, you know. The number 91 bus was on time today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't try this one with me. I know it too well. Most people are brilliant people. Yeah. Steve yeah. Allen is a bottler. Yeah, a bottomer. Uh, Harry, is there anything else? I'm on telly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I really phone. I can't. I'm on telly. What, what are you I'm on? on telly. <laughs> I'm on telly tonight. I'm on telly. Is, is, on is, telly. is it Crime Watch tonight? I've not set the Sky Plus <laughs> for that. No, it's called the Late Edition. Oh, that, that's a, that's very posh. Ten thirty, BBC Four. Oh, friends. I don't get, I don't get BBC Four. I don't no. think anyone does, do they? It don't worry. It's quite late. I wouldn't stay up. No. <laughs> I use. And what are you doing on there? Anything exciting? A funny, a funny, a, it's a funny comedy. Right. You're just talking out your backside now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, do you want to hear a final joke? Yeah, go on then. It's two dyslexics in a car. Oh, God. One says to the other, here, can you smell petrol? He goes, come off it, can't even smell me own name. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
And that's actually that's actually really offensive. I'm gonna have to let yeah. you go. Yeah, all right. No, no, everyone. Apologies for that really distasteful joke. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Good morning, sir. Welcome. There we go. There we go. So, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Oh, we're going to hunt. We'll hunt down this music after five o'clock. It involves me making some hooky phone calls that I probably shouldn't make uh, on air. But we, 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 it, leave it with me. We're just this side of the Ofcom regulations. It'll be fine. I can hear the old office going. What? T- turn that up. What's he doing? Don't worry. Don't worry. Leave it to me. Um, it's the best piece of music you're ever gonna hear in your life. I guarantee it. When I say guarantee, I don't mean guarantee. <clears throat> uh, the hearing dog at the concert, I think we've, we, we, we've got that. Is there also, can you dig this? I, I was speaking to Agent Chris today about the greatest detective series ever made. Who, hands up, who knows what that is? No? Murder, She Wrote? No, not Murder, She Wrote, The Equalizer. Chris has never heard of The Equalizer. Johnny, do you know what The Equalizer is? No. Oh, man. If anyone... First of all, The Equalizer had the greatest theme tune ever. It went something along the lines of... <laughs> and it would, like, build up in the background. <laughs> something like that. If someone could play that to me down the phone... Um, I would be a very, very happy man. Oh, eight, seven, oh. Oh, hang on a second. Maybe this one can. Line seven, can you play the equaliser down the phone? Sorry? Can you play the equaliser down the phone to me? You're on the air, by the way. Can't hear you. Yeah. You're on the air? Hello? Yes, I'm speaking to you. This is Ian. You're on the air. Who is? Ian Lee. I am going to call you on the air, mate. You've just called us. You've called up LBC 97.3. Oh, sorry, got the wrong number, mate. Sorry about that, bud. You're on the radio? Yeah, sorry, mate, I didn't realise. I, I, I have got the wrong number. Who are you after? Uh, just a friend of mine. It's a totally different number. I don't know about you. OK, well, good lads. Thanks for calling. No, no problem. Thank you. Good oh, but, uh, his friend's number begins 0870. Oh, yeah. What's her name, then? Hang on. Uh, line 10, you're on the air. Can you play the equaliser theme down the phone? Diddling, ding, diddling, ding. Then there's a girl getting in the lift, looking behind her, scared. There we go. Pretty much what I did, and that, that was a, an actual recording of the theme tune. So, it's the it's one of the greatest, most underrated detective series of ever. I'm guessing it's, what, late 80s, 87, 88, uh, and Edward Woodward, I, if I remember correctly, was, uh, uh, really dry lips. I hate that, I've got no, um, go on. Um was uh, an ex-police officer in New York for some reason. I don't know what he was doing in New York. Uh, and he was like a one-man 18. Uh, and, and if you, you know, you, you're in trouble and you could find him, maybe you could hire the equaliser. And he was like this old boy even then. He was like in about 70s. But he had machine guns and stuff like that, and he wasn't afraid to use them. Hang on, let's try this one. Line 7, you're on the air. Can you play the equaliser theme? Uh, no, I can't, Ian. Hiya. Oh, hello. Hello. No, um, I can't even think what the equaliser theme is. It goes like this. Oh. No, I don't mean a thing. Okay. Okay. If you ain't got that swing. I ain't got no swing. Um, I wanted to ask a couple of things, first of all, for me listeners. Yeah. Has anybody seen Torchwood? You know, the new, um, it's meant to be adult Doctor Who? Uh, Chris, you've seen Torchwood, haven't you, Agent Chris? Yeah, but I'm not talking to you. He's Oh, can he talk to me? What did he think of it? It's brilliant. Oh, wonderful. That's good. I just wanted to check. Listen, I need to help, help Chris. Why is he not talking to you? Because Carl Kennedy came in. Mm-hmm. 
and I took some pic- I took six pictures of Chris and Carl Kennedy on Chris's camera, and they all came out blurred. Blurred! Oh. Uh, they're blurred, I know. Uh, and the thing is, though, he took one picture of me with my hero, Gene Simmons, and that was blurred, and he's never apologised for that. Oh, dear. So, me taking these six pictures are, are blurred, and he's upset. So, I, I need to know, is there any way of de-blurring a blurred photograph? Um... By the way, the picture of me with Carl Kennedy, Kennedy will be up on the website next week. So, the picture with you and him is fine? Chris took it, yeah, it was all right. Oh, dear. Um, I would have thought, um... Was it a digital camera? Yes, yeah, it's a digital camera. It's a really cheap, nasty digital camera. It's a really it's sort of kind of thing you get free in a Christmas cracker or something. Oh, charming. Well, it's I, rubbish. I don't think there is, Ian. Mm. Before you cut me off, can I just quickly clear something up? Yeah, of course you can. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Gina's in South... Oh, she, she said before I cut her off she wanted to clear something up. Ah! Gina! Hello! Hello, Gina! How are you? Um, do you know I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I want to ask you something. Oh, yeah. Can you revive the Gadangadang song? When you say revive it, what exactly? Well, you haven't played it for a very long time. Mm, um, I don't know if I've. Oh, you mean um? <laughs> well, listen. It's it's common knowledge that this show is coming to the end of its short lifespan at some point soon. Right. Uh, before Christmas. So what we'll really? do... Really? Yeah. Does that mean that you're going to be out of a job? Because I've got a brilliant idea for you. Oh, go on. I'm always open to brilliant ideas. Well, my friend's just been round today, and do you know what she's going to be doing? Uh, and summer's parties. No, no, mm. no. Right, Gina, stay there. We'll find out what she's going to be doing after these. Christmas is coming. She's just about to tell us her brilliant idea. Gina, what is it? Well, it's, it's only short term, I must say. That's oh, okay. Um, you know, yeah, Okay. She's getting out to Lapland, because apparently Santa's a bit short-staffed at the moment. Your friend is going to go and help Santa? Yeah, Is she help. sexy? She is. Yeah, she's, and she's going to wear, I bet she's going to wear one of those little red sort of Santa coats that come yeah. just, just below her bum. Uh, yeah, And that's, that's right. it. Yeah, I know. You could wear something like that, but you'd have to wear uh, tights. Yes, Cover your legs up, I think. don't think that would be appropriate behaviour for me. Really? Well, I don't think it would, uh, Three weeks? Only three weeks. How much is she making for that? Well, I don't know, but she's ever so keen to do it, so it must be paying well. The back of my lung hurts. And? My right lung, the back of it, sort of there. I'm not a nurse. I'm it really nurse. hurts. It's, it's, as the show's been progressing, it's really started aching. Right. Is that bad? You need to ring NHS Direct. Oh, God blimey. They'll help you. I'll just suffer in sight. It makes me feel very uncomfortable, actually. Who? The, the, not you, the thing. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Here we go. G G Gary's emailed in. G send send the photo of, of Chris to me, and I will sharpen it out. So he might be able to improve it, Chris. Send it to to, to Gary. Mm. He's going to do that. Okay, brilliant. I go. don't think you can. You don't think the you can. The moment in time, you you know, if you yeah. you ruined it, you've ruined it. Yeah. Oh well, never mind. Trade. Uh, well, Gina, thanks very much for that. Thank you. Oh. Kev's in the Windsor. Good day, good day, my friend. Hello, my friend. Thou shalt ask in, thou shalt receive. I have the equaliser. Oh, chair. bring it on. And people have emailed me saying, do you know who wrote this? Of course I know it was Stuart Copeland who wrote this. I ain't no dummy. Here we go. Hear it. Is it? Is 
it, yeah, right. Kev, is it Kev? Kev! It's a bit... Is it too loud? It's a bit it's heavy on the bass. Sorry. Is it? No, no, oh, uh, whoa, hey, I'm not telling you off. Sorry, man. I'm blaming Stuart Copeland, not you, man. Yeah, I've just looked on Google for it, and yeah, I see Stuart Copeland's credited with writing that. He wrote it, the drummer from the police. Exactly, yeah, I used to like the police. Yeah, they're all right, they do, 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 da, da, da. Yeah, the, the Roxanne, you don't have to... Turn on your red light! Don't, don't have to turn on the red light! Roxanne! Turn on the red light! Roxanne! Roxanne! Turn on the red light! Very good, Ian. Yeah, cheers, Kev. Thank you for good that. Night. Right, what you need to do, Chris, is someone has emailed us a link on on. The, you have to go and pull that off now. Go, go and pull off the equaliser. Idiot. The theme tune from the internet and put it on Burley. I'm sorry about muffling up the picture. I'm really sorry about it. I've apologised more today than you've apologised in the last year over the Gene Simmons muff up you made. Uh, line 10, you're on the wireless. Uh, Ian, you can get the picture done. Um, change run, I'll admit you for soup. My mate done blurry pictures, but he fixed them up. Excellent. So, is it easy to do? Um, yeah. I'll, I can, if you can send them to my email, I can ask my mate to do them for me. Good lad, there you go. See? Everyone's phoning in to help. 0870 We'll come back with the greatest piece of music ever heard. Called in on Tuesday, and he said that he had these T-shirts made up. He makes um, like toilet cubicles, and he has these T-shirts with with pictures of the toilet cubicles on for business. And he sent me and Chris some, and they're blinded. Brilliant T-shirts. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Thank you for that, Kevin. Uh, okay, uh, listen. I'm going to try and hunt down. Chris isn't here, so I don't quite know how we're going to do this. Uh, the, we're, we're finding the equalizer music, so we're going to play that. I don't quite remember why we talked about that, but I'm going to yesterday. I was at my mum's in Slough, uh, and she had one of those little red cards from the post office saying, we tried to deliver a parcel, a, 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 a registered letter, special delivery letter, needs a signature, you weren't in. She was in, just because she t- takes a good five, ten minutes to get to the, the front door, she's not very well. So I said, I'll go down to the post office and get it. I went to the post office, and after 20 minutes of the woman rifling through drawers, I realised they'd lost the package. They'd lost it. She goes, I don't know where it is. And she sort of gig- I don't know where it is. I said, right, it's not, it's not funny, is it? I see, I'm, I'm not laughing. No, I'm not laughing. I said, you could say sorry. I had a bit of a Barney in there. Because she'd lost this special delivery. I said, well, what, what, what do we do now? Is there someone else I can... I said, is there someone else I can speak to? She went, there's no one else in the building. And then some bloke walked in behind her. I went, who's he? She went, oh, he's a postman. I went, right, well, what are you going to do about this? I can't do anything about it. You've lost a special delivery. What are you going to do about it? Can't do anything about it, so I'm afraid. Uh, are you sure the parcel isn't there? Yeah, it's definitely not there. And she gave me this card. We're here when you need to reach us. Royal Mail with phone numbers on. Customer services. She says, call customer services. I said, well, can I use your phone? She went, no. I said, right, okay. So I left. Very annoyed. So basically, the Royal Mail have lost a special delivery. I phoned up customer services, and they were useless. They said, well, what's the, uh, what's the, 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 the number for the special delivery? What, what's the, the, the number that was used when it was delivered? I said, I don't know. What, what's in the special delivery? I don't know. It was sent to us. I've got no idea what's in this package. Sorry, sir, there's nothing we can do about it. I said, well, obviously there is something you can do about it, because it's been lost, but in the time it's taken between the postman putting the load through the door saying, we, we've got a package for you, and him getting back to the depot. It's been lost. Find that postman, give him a boot up the backside, and find out where that mu- my mum's letter is. Got quite angry. We can't do that, I'm afraid, sir. Oh, God. So do you know what compensation I got? Johnny, have a guess what compensation I've got for the post office for them losing the special delivery. A stamp. A book of stamps. That was all I could get out of the tight gits. A book of stamps. And she wanted to send second class. 
I said, no, thank you. First class. Anyway. Now, I'm going to... There are two people ringing in. I'm going to cut them off. Can you move Barnsworth up to one of those lines? Because I need to use one of them. I need to dial there. Uh, right. How do I dial? Basically... I, uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Not, don't want to dial that. Don't want to dial that one. Um, how do I... I've got any dial on here. Oh, I just pressed that, don't I? Right. Oh, God. Right. Can you keep those two off? If you're calling in now, don't. Because I need, I need to use one of these lines, otherwise it goes to, um, the reception, which we don't want to do. Right, so clear. 08... Mm, I can probably give out this number, because it's, it's the BT complaints line. 457. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, right. It's all automated, so don't worry. The hold music is the greatest piece of music I've ever heard in my life. So sorry, much so... But we are currently experiencing all right, don't worry. technical difficulties. They said this before. We'll get through. So much so that I asked the lady to put me on hold again so I could hear the music. Now... If you know what this music is, you have to call in. Um, can I do touch screen on this? To touch dial? Welcome to Royal Mail. Let's have a go. To track a special or recorded item, press 1. Uh, let's try this. Okay, let's, 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 let's... You can now track your item on our new and improved website. Alright, put me on hold, put me on hold. contacting us about proof of delivery... Did you know that Put me you on hold. access and print proof of... The music is blinding. It's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. Hang on a minute. Let me just do this. Just charge will occur if you require proof of delivery Hang on. for our recorded signed for product to our customer services Hang on. Department. Don't worry. It's worth it. Please allow at least 72 It's worth it. All right. Data delivery for the proof it's worth it, Chris. I'm phoning up the complaints at Royal Mail to hear this music. It's amazing. Okay, here we go. You can now track oh. your item on our new and improved website. You're contacting us about proof of delivery. Did you know you can now access oh, and print proof of delivery sakes. free of charge All right. through the tracking it's worth it. facility on royalmail.com? A £2.20 charge All right, we get the points. proof of delivery for our recorded signed-for product yes, okay. to our customer services department. Okay, carry on. Please allow at least right. 72 hours for to delivery... For the proof of delivery to appear on Okay, brilliant. This may be... This may... Okay, here we go. Oh, no, hello, sorry, this is Ian Lee on LBC 97.3. We're on the air at the moment. Could you possibly put me on hold, please? Okay. Thank you. This. Sorry, could you just put me on hold for one more minute? Because that, that, you don't know what that hold music is, do you? It's called Postbox. It's called Postbox? Yeah, but I don't know who it's by. You don't know who it's by? Could I, sorry, we're on the radio. Could I just listen to it one more time? Okay. Thank you very much. the most amazing piece of music you've ever heard. And I was in such a bad mood yesterday, and I just kept hearing this, and I just, I couldn't be angry with the woman, because this music is so sensational. And then it goes all quiet again. And I was whistling along to it. Hello? Hello, listen, man, thank you very much for that. You've been very kind. Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, isn't that... The best piece... I haven't got an out of time there. The best piece of music. Now, 
That's called Postbox. We've learnt that. I, what a nice fellow. Well done, well done, Royal Mail, by the way. Thank you for being good sports there. Uh, and thank you for informing your staff what the music is. Now, how do I get a copy of it? Where do I get a copy of Postbox from? Uh, and who is it by? It's the most fun. Lindy, did you hear that music? Yeah. Wasn't it gorgeous? didn't cheer me up. Oh, you miserable mare. It was fantastic. I didn't get to speak to Carl. Oh, well, yeah. And I was on the phone waiting for 20 minutes, and you chose that Hariba instead of me. Yeah, you know why we chose her, don't you? Because she's mad. Yes. Um, You've got 30 seconds now, though. What can I do for you? Well, that was it, really. I just wanted to phone up and have a moan. And also, I'll miss you next week. Okay, well, don't worry. I'll be on Sky 3. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, this whole Alan Fletcher, Carl Kennedy business has ended in tears for lots of people. Lindy's upset. Chris is upset because I muffed the photo up. Uh, okay, coming back uh, after the news, we have got the equaliser. It's Music Thursday, so we can do this. We've got the equaliser music. It's blinding! Oh, it's so good. And thank you, uh, who has sent this email in? Raj has sent an email telling me who's doing this music. Oh. Here we go. This is so triumphant. Hey, man. Sorry I called you an idiot. Hey, man, I'm sorry that I muffed up those pictures. I love you, man. Hey, I love you too. Isn't the world a great place? Right, Raj has sent in the link. It's Tony Torrell, we think, uh, wrote that music. Uh, and so, therefore, we're going to try and get in for Music Thursday. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if there's a, uh, if we can download it from there or something. Uh, it's fantastic. Barnsworth, isn't that music groovy? Yeah, it's, it's just good. everything, you know, the world is a, if we could just play this music to Osama Bin Laden, he'd, <laughs> he'd chill out, he wouldn't want to kill the infidels, everything would be so much more peaceful, George Bush wouldn't be bombing the cack out of Iraq, everything would be fine. Yeah, it's a happy piece of music. Oh, Tony, can we just, one more time, sorry. <laughs> oh, I just love it. Anyway, Barnsworth, what can I do for you? I'm in a really good mood now, I've had a miserable day. That has lifted my spirits no end. But maybe that's the idea of that song, because if you've got a complaint... And you're angry. Yes. I put you on old. Yes. You're going to hear that song you're going to be like, oh, I'm not angry anymore. I think so. It's, it's the only hold music I've ever heard, though, that's had that effect. Because normally it's like computer green sleeves or it's it, dire straits or something. Uh, and it's never, the hold music is always more infuriating than the call. But that's really calming. But, the, ah, I've got, I, I must mention this actually, that, that there is apparently a scam going on. Uh, well, you know, you get the red cards from Royal Mail. Yeah. saying, we tried to deliver, but you were out. Basically, what they're saying is, we tried to deliver, but you didn't answer the door within three seconds, so we legged it. Uh, well, there are some dodgy ones going through that aren't obviously from Royal Mail, but they've got, like, a, 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 a an old... They've got a really expensive number on there. Now, whether I believe that or not, I don't know, because there's always these... these uh, f- scams, but uh, I don't believe a lot of them actually exist. I think it's all urban myths. But, um, yeah. There you go. Anyway, Barsworth, what can I do for you? Oh, right. Agent Chris is really annoyed at you. Oh, uh, we've made up now. OK. Um, but that photo that you took... Yes. Um, if you put it in Photoshop, yeah. you can sharpen it up, and if that doesn't work, then you can just play around with it and put all these effects, and one of them's going to make it look better. And if that doesn't work, I can draw a moustache on Chris's face. <laughs> yeah. And that, that will make everything look better. 
<laughs> yeah. He's, uh, it, it was disappointing I muffed up the picture. I should have taken the picture of him with my camera, and he should have taken the picture of me with his camera. Because I don't know if you've been to um, the, the LBC uh, website recently. Have you had a look there? Um... Ages ago, yeah. You go to... The www.lbc.co.uk. And there's a picture of me on there with Upper Street, the boy band. Oh, yeah, you've got that MySpace, haven't you? Yeah, you can't see it. No, I thought that. Because Chris muffed it up. But, you know, so he can't use my camera, I can't use his camera. Let's call the whole thing off. Well, it kind of worked itself out then, didn't it? Yes. If you messed up your... Well, exactly, but you should. That's not how we should look at these sort of things. Oh no! Uh, 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 right, hang on a second. This is supposed to be the equaliser theme. But what? What is this? It's like a nine-year-old on a, on some drums. <laughs> this is supposed to be the equaliser theme tune, and it's just a racket. This is awful! I can't hear you because the music is at such a weird vibration, it's blowing. Here we go. Uh, Alright, that's awful. I was going to subtly bring in the equaliser music to make the call a bit more dramatic, uh, and instead I've offended people by playing an obscene noise. I'm angry angry with you again, Chris. (laughs) Proper angry. I need to calm down. Hang on, let me have some of this. I need a hit on this. Hey. Don't worry about that equalizer music, it doesn't matter at all, alright? You won't say no. There we go. Uh, yes, but anything else, Barnsworth? No, that's it. Excellent, thanks very much. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, you too. Bye bye, there we go. Uh, Lisa. Hello, Liam. Hello, Lisa. Alright, it's the first time I spoke to you, and I listen to you every day, so please be gentle with I me. I will be very gentle. I'm in an excellent mood now. You've, you've wound me up a little bit. I do agree with you, the music was fabulous. Oh, I've never heard it before. Lovely music. Postbox by Tony Turrell. Tony Turrell. Yes. Very nice. Now, the only thing I've, I'm not very happy here because. Oh, 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 let's see if I can maybe. Has <laughs> <laughs> that calmed you down a bit? A little bit. Okay, let's have it then. You said, to, you said that the best program, the best cop show was Equalizer. Yes, it was. No. I can give you free, straight off. If you say, um, uh, Midsummer Murders, I'm gonna come round to Stratford and I'm gonna get a, 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 a shoe and I'm gonna batter your finger with it. Oh, stop promising, no promises. Okay. Right, right. NYPD Blue, Homicide Life on the Streets. What? On the what? On the what? Homicide Life on the Streets and The Shield. Right, The Shield I've heard is excellent, yes, I've heard that's excellent. Right, they are the best. On the side light on, on the... Homicide. S- oh, homicide on... Life on the street. Oh, yeah. Come on. Equaliser's better, though, because Equaliser was just one man. But you had, on Homicide, and same for The Shield... Yes. You've got, a, you know, you have different stories every week, but then... Yes. They might dip back into it, because they haven't quite solved it yet. But Equaliser would solve it within 45 minutes. Yeah, that's not real life. Real London. Uh, but he was, but he was, it was just, uh, well, I haven't seen your show, so I can't comment, but I'm still oh. going to say that the... Not even like, NYPD? No, I've not seen any of this stuff, no. Oh, I mean, we're not that far apart in ages, you know, I thought... What, were you saying about 43? Well, no, I'm nearly 40 next week, so, Oh, you know. mate, how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling, I'm very happy, actually. You're, are you going to get drunk and cry? No, I'm going to get drunk. Yeah, I'm good, gonna good girl. Not going to cry. Uh, well, Lisa, listen, uh, I, I shall look at... I've heard good things about The Shield. A lot of people have recommended The Shield to me, so maybe I should check that oh, out. The Shield is fabulous. If, you know, if you're in a, if it's a, little, a little trouble spot, 
Right, Big Mackie is your man. Okay, I don't know what that means. She could have said something obscene there, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Tessa! Hello. Hello, Tessa, we've got a minute. Yeah, I don't know that it's Tony Turrell. Oh. I'm not sure. I think there may be a confusion, but I'm not sure of my facts here. Well, why why are you not sure? And what's the confusion? Because I know that song. Yeah. I, I know the I know the music, and I think it's an old classical piece. It's called po- an old classical piece called Postbox. Yeah, no, but postboxmusic.com or whatever. Yeah. uk is Tony Tony Turrell's like website. Oh right. I don't think it's his thing. Oh god. Because I was searching it because I was like, I know it. You know, I've like. I know of the piece of music, but I don't think it's it. But I may be wrong. Yeah. Um, oh, it's confusing, isn't it? He's a recording artist, bespoke composer. So if he's a bespoke composer, yeah, he may yeah, have been yeah. hired but by... He's like, he's synthesised, it may be him, but I know mm. the, the tune okay. from elsewhere. Yeah, right. So if so, he's ripped it off from someone. Whoa, no, Tessa, Tony Turrell wouldn't... The man's not going to rip anyone off. The man's a genuine, talented artist. Shame on you. I was working for Tyfi... Okay, so there we go. It's been quite an, a, an action-packed show so far. Looks two video of two chicks arm wrestling on uh, YouTube. That's got to be worth it. So, uh, what are we talking about so far? Uh, well, we're trying to find out where that music comes from. Uh, we've discussed the equaliser in great depth. Uh, hearing dogs at pop concerts, we've uh, mentioned, uh, and I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? We had Alan Fletcher in. So, uh, take your pick of that between now and six, or whatever you want to talk about. Oh eight seven oh. I'm not going to give the number out because all the lines are full. So you just have to wait, innit? Six o'clock, daily calls go straight to air. 5.38, daily correspondent updates. is four minutes and ten seconds away, approximately. Uh, Denise, you're on the wireless. God, I'll, I've been listening for a while now. It's the good, voices, isn't it? The voices sound so different. Don't they? Don't. Oh, God. I'm listening double. Do, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. There was the voices on the, on the radio and then speaking down just yes. like this. It's, um... Yes. It's very different. So the voices are different. Yeah, the, the voices are very different. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Right, I heard you say, um, the show's coming to an end or something. Uh, 6.30. No, I mean Christmas. I'm not, here, I, I, I'm not here tomorrow. You're on holiday next week. I'm working next week. But, but not here, I'm working somewhere else. Are you here next year? Am I where? Are you doing this show next year? No. Why? Because someone else will be. Your choice or somebody else's choice? Uh, somebody else's always, yes. Isn't, but if you, if it was your choice, would you, would you still be doing it? Well, that's an irrelevant question, isn't it? Because things uh, move on and things change. And no, decision- I'm, as- I'm asking you, Ian. If it was your choice, yes. would you still like to be doing this next year? Uh, well, uh, I, I refer you to my previous answer. Well, can't you give me a straight answer? Uh, again, I refer you to the previous answer. Well, you're saying it's not your choice. No, the previous answer was it's an irrelevant question. Yeah, but would you like to? But it's an irrelevant question. If, if you would like to, then we could sort of try to keep you on. Well, if, if that's the reason because that you... Because we'd like to keep... You know, no, I'm, I'm no, sure there no, are... No, no, we all that, like to steady, keep you new, new, on. new, new, new. Uh, if that's the reason that you're saying that, then it's an even more irrelevant question. It's not irrelevant. We, we, we would like no, to keep... I'm sure no, many, many people no, out there would no, like to keep Ian no. Me. No. Doing this no. Um, no. light-hearted thing. No. No. Show. No. Why? Uh, it's, well, it, it, it's irrelevant because its decisions have been made and things are happening. And uh, I know what the new show is going to be, and it's going to be excellent, and it's going to be light-hearted, and uh, it's going to be entertaining. Uh, and it's a different thing altogether, you know. Yes, but it won't be. Um, don't you realise how many people sort of are entertained by you? 
Uh, yes, I know exactly how many. Well, quite a lot, I should think. Yeah. But listen, it's fine. Myself, uh, so well, I... Listen, 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 listen. It's all going to be groovy, man. LBC is going to get better yeah, and better. Yeah, man. Hold on. Okay, listen, but you're a bit creepy. LBC... I'm not creepy! You're a little bit creepy. I'm not creepy! You're a little bit creepy. I'm not. Yeah, you are a little bit. I'm not. I'm very nice. Okay. But listen, it's all going to be better and fine, so don't worry about it. I am worried, because uh, it won't be you, and well. I'm... Well, don't... I'm Denise! I'm talking on behalf of London no, and... No, Denise! Don't... would like you to be doing it! Denise, don't worry. Peace. I, I know it would calm you down. <sighs> if they ask me, Chris, I've got to answer it. I'm not going to lie on the air. Whatever they say, I'm not going to lie on the air. Do you know what I mean? We owe them honesty, don't we? For God's sakes, don't we owe them honesty? Da, 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 da. If people ask me on the air, uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. So that phone call that was just made, what you know? What can I do? I'm on the radio. If someone asks me, what can I do? Uh, it's Danny Glover. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. What? Danny Glover here, man. Hey. Lisa Webb movies. Hey Danny Glover. Hey man. Uh, my, my good friend Joe the Mooch. He he was listening yes. to the, the the iPod Downcast or whatever you call it. Oh yes, Downcasts. It made me very mad. Right. I'm not a happy man. What's like wrong? Melvin, Melvin Gibson. Yes. Man, he's disrespecting me, and what, I'm what, not happy. What's Mel Gibson been him. doing to you, Danny Glover? Well, he, disres- he took everything I did. He took everything. That little roly-poly uh, thing, and leave a weapon where he's firing his gun. Yes. He gave that to him, because he looks better with his mullet. Yes. Not with my little tight throw. Yes. Right? Yes. And that's annoying me, man. Yes, I can understand it would, Danny Glover. That no, really bugged me. They gave it to him, yes. and then the Jesus film he made. Well, you need to calm down, don't you? I know, I heard that music, man. Hey, man. Take it easy, Danny. Okay, man. Take some deep breaths. There we go. Danny, Danny Glover, calm down, live on the wireless. There's a lot of angry people out there today. A lot of angry people out there. Uh, Kevin. Hi, Ian. Hello, Kevin. Hi, mate. How are you? Uh, I'm all right, yes. Oh, cool. Cool. Listen, Ian, I've got to disagree with you, mate, about the equaliser. Oh, blimey, go um, on. You know, for me, the shield, excellent. But after that, it's got to be the professionals. Oh, no, you the know. professionals was rubbish. Oh, man, how can you say that? I mean, oh, the way that Kevin Keegan ran up those... St- oh, it wasn't him, it was the other bloke, wasn't it? Mm. With a mullet. But, um, he did look like, yeah. But it was so... Oh, it was just so badly written and so badly acted. And they drove a Capri, didn't they? Oh, but that was cool at the time, Ian. I don't think Capris were ever cool. They were cool for, like, five minutes with, like, weird blokes who lived on council estates. Well, there you go, see? Yeah. That's what, that's, you know, that was always running around council estates. Well, when I used to, when I was a kid and I used to live on a council estate, there were three, re- like, sort of <laughs> blokes that, that were thought they were really hard. And they would sort of have competitions to see who could soup up their, uh, their Capri more. And it became this badge of honour to have a really souped-up Capri with loads of... Add-ons. Oh, and it, they just looked yeah. awful. You needed, you needed the furry seats, though, Ian, and the dress, mate. That is... the, f- the furry seats. That's what I mean. I've got to go because we're late. It's 5.39. It's time for the daily 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. Salutations, London you must save Ian's longest off Uber of veteran correspondent and a lover of Anna Raven. Mm. And did you know that the longest joke telling marathon ever lasted for twenty four hours? It consisted of twelve thousand six hundred and eighty two jokes, which are pretty much crap. And Ian, well done for getting Alan Fletcher before Valen, that's very good of you. And Ian, if you use Photoshop CS two, 
you get the blurriness from the picture. So, Agent Chris should apologise to you. Good lad. He, he ticks every single box in that update, which is fantastic. Ben's in the leatherhead. Oh, mate, how are you? Oh, all right, a bit windy at the moment. Sorry, I don't need to... Are you? Yeah, I'll come off mic when I'm doing that. Yes. Uh, you remember I rang you the other day, we talked about Angel Eyes, yeah? And you said the uh, British police should be the coolest police. Oh, yes, Angel Eyes, these are the, the sort of lights around the lights yeah, uh, on right. cars, and the police should look cool, yes. Yeah, but did you get that email I sent you yesterday? Uh, no, um, no, I don't think I did. I sent you a picture of a police car, that's a Lamborghini. No, I didn't get that. Yeah, I sent it to oh. you, I in my outbox, yeah. It's a, it's a Lamborghini police car, that's over 200 miles an hour, and that is the coolest. Police wow. car in the world. All the police. I'm assuming it's not in this country. It is in this country. Oh, I love the British police. Yes, they, you know, they mistakenly shoot people that don't need shooting sometimes, but they drive cool cars. Let me just pull it up and I'll tell you where it is. The, the link to it. Okay. It won't be a second. No, it's okay. It's, uh, I'll get the internet. I'm just bring up now. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get it because I did send it to you. Yeah, well, I wasn't in yesterday, so maybe Chris was going through my emails behind my back and stealing the best oh, ones. Right, okay. Okay, so we're going to. The www. Right, uh, the, the link is, uh, http, colon... Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. No one has ever, not since 1994, when the internet was invented, no one has said http, colon. I always say it. No, why? But you don't need to. Okay, I won't say it then, all right? Right. Backslash, backslash. Oh, no, don't, you don't, you start with... The (laughs) www. Right, www. Yeah, it's a forward slash, she's right, yes, go on. Um, forward slash, forward slash, you can hear my son in the background, can you? Oh, for God's sake. UK.cars. UK.cars, yes. Got Yahoo.com. What? So, so, well, hang on a minute, are you reading this backwards? No. How, what's, what's the address? UK.cars. Yeah. Dot Yahoo.com. Com, yeah. Forward slash, zero, one, one, one. Oh, for God's sakes, how many numbers? Well, you just keep stopping me, you never get there, will you? Zero, one, one, one. Two zero zero six. Two. Oh, well, we might as well. Yeah. Forward slash. Yeah. Six two. Oh God, for God's sake, I want to cut my finger off. Perseverian. Forward slash. It's worth it. T one. T one. Yeah. Forward slash six forty. Hyphen. Almost there. What's a hyphen? Um. Is a dash. It's a dash. Uh, right. Is it underscore or? No. Oh. A dash. God, so this is the this is the worst bit of radio ever. What? No, what? Uh, what? Hyphen. BHP. BHP. Yeah, Bravo Hotel Papa. <laughs> Hyphen. Yeah, the show finishes at half past six. You always say you keep interrupting me. Police. Hyphen car. Why don't you send me the link? I did. But I'd send it again. What's your email address? It's ian at lbc.co.uk. Yeah, I did that. Is it I-A-I-A-I-A-I-N? Yeah. Right, we've got 20 seconds, come on. Poli- I-A-I-N. No, the police-dash-car, quickly, 15 uh, seconds. Police-dash-car-zero-dot-html. Da- dash, 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 dash what? Police-dash-car-zero-dot-html. Dot-html. Dot right, I'm going to hit the, the... We're going to be late for the news, don't... It doesn't work! You typed it in wrong. Oh, you ten- read it out wrong! Steve has a habit of missing things. Hey. Buses, oh. appointments, oh. his wa- I was just pulling a funny face and I amused myself. I had my hands up, Pim's going... Like that. Uh, right, okay, let's ruffle through these. Uh, Philip. Good evening, Ian. Good afternoon. The Equaliser. Oh, yes. Here we go. There we go, it starts all discordant, then it'll go to... 
do that. It takes a while to get going. Yeah, but it gets good in a minute. You can tell that, that Stuart Copeland wasn't the main songwriter in the police. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is brilliant, this bit. I can't, can't really hear it. Okay. Excellent, Philip. Couldn't quite hear it, but good lad. It, it, it appears the equaliser theme is just too bassy to play on the radio. Wonder, wonder, wonder. Um, you know I'm a larger blonde lady. Ah, uh, uh, did I know that? Well, I am anyway, and um, I've well been done. wrestling, and uh, a friend filmed it, and it's called Chicks Arm Wrestling. You sent us got... the link for it. We've just been watching it, and it's on. It's yeah, the link, and it's on YouTube, and it's me down the pub with my with my two friends. What, hang on, what, you sent me an email, oh, I've lost the email now it's with it. It's Wanda, my name's Wanda. But did you send it, um... Yes, uh, moments ago, I was, I was very excited, my friends just sent me the link. Oh. And I'm the blonde lady, the blonde large lady on the left. The yes. blonde, oh, slightly here we go. lesbian Gurner. Oh, uh, sli- slightly lesbian Gurner, let's have a little look. Okay, so, so if people go to YouTube and, ch- and type in what? Um, chicks arm wrestling. Oh my god, look at you, you're a big girl. You look like, um, <laughs> you look like that- big ginger tranny. No, you look like that, um, uh, ginger woman who's in, um, uh, is she on, on the buses? Oh, not, no- not, not Dame Edna. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, she's you in, like, car- she's in carry-on films, so she's always a bit plain. Oh, you mean Hattie Jakes? No, not, no, you're not as big as that. No, the, the red-haired woman in- who's Barbara in- Windsor. No, no, you're not as fit as that. No, she's... Monroe. No, oh, for God. No, you look like none of those women. Who's the, <laughs> who's, who's the woman you're wrestling with? Oh, she's very pretty. She's a Canadian woman. She's gone back to Canada, bitch. Oh, all right, steady on. Blimey, <laughs> what is going on? And let's see who wins. Let's Excuse see. my French. You should be taking a... Oh, look, you should... Oh, she beat you! And then you kiss. <laughs> and then we kiss. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wanda, well, well, thanks for that. Well done. She's on YouTube there. I wonder how many of our listeners are on YouTube. I'd imagine quite a lot, to be honest. Martin. Hello. Hello, Martin. Are you well? Yeah, I'm all right. My lung hurts. Did it? Yeah, a bit. My other one hurt as well. All right. Mm. Yeah. Listen. I've taken some strength to call you about this, but... Go on. You, you might get it. a laugh out of this. Good lad. My, um, my ex-wife... Oh, dear. See, I went to New York in 1982, and I, you know, I got married to an American lady. Yes. And um, in 1987, yes. we were, um, I worked in a restaurant as a bartender, oh. and, and, and she worked next door in a florist. Right. And um, they came over, and they used the florist shop um, for an episode in The Equalizer. Oh! Fantastic, Martin. I wonder where that was going. Well, it, it's going somewhere because, um, Ed, uh, I'm not mentioning any names, but Edward Woodward's stunt double yes. ran off with my wife. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, Martin! I guess, uh, I guess he certainly, to get over it. he certainly uh, equalised your wife, did he? Yeah. I don't know what that means, actually. That's, that sounds a bit well, too vulgar. old, because he was 62 at the time, and we're going back to 1987. Was it, was it, as, was it as far back as 87? Wow. 
And I was, you know, I was in my late 20s, but obviously he had a lot more appeal than I did. Well, he was, he was uh, the Equalizer's stunt double. What woman wouldn't find that sexy, huh? Mm. Martin, I'm sorry to hear that, mate. Well, I got over it, but... Hey. You sound a bit down. Here, this will cheer you up. Is that better? Well, my ex-wife used to play the pan pipes. Oh, no, it gets worse! I'm sorry, Sean! Ian, play again. Here we go. Is that all right? That's superb, isn't it? Is it has f- been used in an advert, and I can't remember for the life of me what it's for. Uh, oh, is it? It wasn't an advert for the post office, was it? Uh, I don't think so. I think, uh, but, but that said, I mean, I'm not sure, but... Uh, Man, I'm on SoulSeek, LimeWire and iTunes tonight trying to track down that piece of music. It's got isn't it? thing, the Lamborghini police car. Yeah, that's not real, is it? It's not, no. It's a stunt thing for some show at Earl's Court, I think. But right. But it looked pretty smart, I have to say. It does look very cool, but yes, I thought it was potentially yeah. a wind-up. But maybe someone can, uh, call in and tell us. Maybe Philip in, in South Norwood will know whether, whatever that was used for. Uh, Sean, we'll put it out there so we can find it in the last few minutes. Thank you very much. 0870-9090-973 in it. From the ma- YouTube is an amazing thing, isn't it? It's an am- I was on there for a, a, a lot yesterday morning, just looking at some fantastic stuff. Uh, Barry's in the Chelsea. Yes, Barry? Afternoon. Good afternoon, Barry. Yeah, I think the caller's already mentioned it, but I was going to say that Lambo mock-up police car. Yeah. It's uh, one of Lamborghini London's or Lamborghini UK's number plates. It's been in plenty of magazines, so it's definitely not real. Ah, uh, well, that's, yes, I, 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 was, I suspected it wasn't uh, real, but it's, it's good to know. Barry, thank you for that. No worries. Good no. lad, there we go. Um, Chris is too busy perving over MySpace to... Ra- oh, then we've got one here. Paul. Hi. Hello, my name is Paul. I'm on the M11 at the moment. I'm flying up at the Lamborghini. Yeah. Oh, yes. It is a, it is a real car. It's the Essex Police. They, they, they bought that for the, the Gumball Rally this year. What? They bought it for the Gumball Rally for this year. They, but they're not going to use it to catch criminals, though, are they? Yeah, they, they used it to run around with them until the, the race was finished, and that was the police's excuse. Oh. Having a good day. Okay, well, uh, Paul, uh, th- thanks for that. I don't believe a word of that. The police wouldn't enter a gumball rally, would they? Um, uh, w- would they? I don't know. It seems it seems an odd thing to uh, to want to do. Um, oh, that looks like a good one to click on. Okay. Oh, blimey! Here we go. Yes. So, busy show today. Music Thursday. Alan Fletcher, aka Carl Kennedy, was in. What a gentleman. What a nice man. If. For some ridiculous reason, you missed the show today. It sounded like this. I want to leave a message for Steve Allen. Right, it speaks to the doctor, please. You are a good man. Yes. You are a very good man in heart. You're doing good. You're producing yeah. with a Chris good program. Well, You're doing your best. Yes. I'll just yes. want to point Oh, yeah. Yeah. Put in, uh, a, a rocket for cash backs. This is going to take off. Come here, boy. Well, uh, Come here, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. Come on, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. Come on, boy. Start the music, that is all. I just want to tell you, you know, words and stuff. You oh. sort of ate your nostrils earlier, be noisy. If it's free, I just take it. Oh, hello, Ian. Yes. How are you? Oh, you're answering like a big girl's blouse. True television oh. legend is on the show today. Go on, Chris, go and get my tea. Oh, that was camp. Yeah. Uh, did you just call him sir? Yeah. <laughs> nice bloke, isn't he? How can the people we get in here are genuinely really nice? And um, bless him, I... Uh, Alan Fletcher, he's a lovely fellow, but Chris is out there just bothering him. I'm not creepy. 
Wow! Tell the weather like it is sexy weather Type in Sexy Weather Girl into YouTube and, uh, mm, yes. Okay, last 30 minutes of the show. Don't forget, I'm not here tomorrow. John Holmes is in and he's in all next week doing an excellent job. In fact, this is the thing. When I was in the post office complaining about them losing my letter, they were playing John Holmes. He was on the radio. And I nearly said, you know the bloke doing that? I normally do that. Give, uh, but I didn't. I didn't. Um... Okay, Triple M, last 30 minutes of the show, 0870 Calls go straight to air. There is a seven-second delay. Don't swear, don't be libelous, don't be naughty. Uh, with that in mind, uh, we'll have the news, and I'll see you on the other side. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <coughs> I've got very dry mouth. I've had a dry mouth all day. I must get some lip balm. Yeah, lip balm. It's well hard, isn't it? No, I do not want to borrow yours, Johnny, because, of course, you can catch all kinds of... Hey, kids, never use another man's lip balm. You can catch all kinds of diseases. We, <laughs> you may not have a disease, but you might catch one from me. Um, oh, God, loads of emails. Um, let's see what that is. Oh, yes, I'm going to go out for burgers tonight in, uh, somewhere. Uh, I okay, listen. People, stop sending me YouTube clips. Thank you very much, but I, I, I don't really have time to, uh, to have a look at them. So, uh, I, I wouldn't bother if I were you. Uh, oh, no! Oh, it is her! Ian, I am that girl from Royal Mail from yesterday. I am trying to call the station, but there is no answer. I wasn't laughing. That's the girl, because I read her name badge. That is the girl. Oh, no, how embarrassing. Uh, young lady from the, the, the post office, email your number and give us a, uh, give, email your number. That is her, because I re oh no, you were, well, you were laughing a little bit. You, you did laugh a little bit when, when you said it had gone. And I only used one swear word, and that was when I was storming out, because there was suddenly a big queue behind me. Oh, I'm embarrassed now. There was a big queue behind me. And I kept saying, oh, we serve this gentleman first. And then I'd get back. And then I, I stormed out. But, but the, your post office music, young lady, I won't say your name on there. Uh, but, but, but your post office music... Hang on a minute, how come you've got access to the internet when you should be finding lost mail? <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. But it's, it's, it's all groovy, because thanks to that loss, we have... Uh, and my mum's getting a free book of, uh, stamps. Worth about three quid. Uh, well, listen, thank you very much for emailing in, and, um... You know, that's, it, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for using a swear as I stormed out. You probably didn't even hear the swear because it was under my breath and there were some kids laughing at me as well. There were a load of kids in there. And they were just laughing at me. Then, they, then I got in my car and they laughed even more at my car. Oh, God. Let's uh, go to line five. Line five, you're on the wireless. Hello, mate. Oh, it's Graham. Good afternoon, Graham. G good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, Graham. G good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon. How are you? It's, it's evening. Yeah, I know, and you fell for it. So one nil to me. Okay, next. Hey, I got, got got to admit it. I, I wasn't listening to the show today. You know, um, but turned on. Oh, hang on a second. Shut up. Uh, Verinda was supposed to call in for Mastermind today. Guess what? He bottled it. Yeah, carry on, Graham. Probably because you're bullying him, mate. That's right. I do bully him because he's an yeah. idiot. Yeah, um, tuned in for the last twenty minutes. Sir. Oh yeah, and, and happened to catch. Um, oh, you know, oh yeah, oh yeah, yes, 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 oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah,
You turn this last time, Mr. Scrap. I'm going to kill you. Hey. Yes, I do. You start. Knock him, knock him, there. Hey. The wireless team. Yeah, I'll do the last time, Mr. Scrap. Listen, Melvin. Tuned in, eh? Last 20 minutes, eh? I can't believe you've done that to me. Go to wireless, eh? Yeah, I, 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 Line eight, you're on the wireless. Oh, he's gone. What happened there? Let's try this one. Line three, you're on the wireless. My wings are like a shield of steel. Oh, we had a phone call from Batfink, ladies and gentlemen. That was good music as well, the Batfink music. Uh, seven, you're on the wireless. Trick or treat? Uh, trick, please. No, that's not how it works. Oh, okay, sorry, go on. Try again. No, trick, trick or treat? Uh, treat, please. No. We had this yesterday. It's not how it works. You know, you don't want me to come around your house and put a cellophane over your toilet. So, give me a treat. Oh, I give you a treat? Yeah, you give me a treat. Go on, get out of here! Trick or treat? Get out of here! Go on, get, get out of here! Give you over the blazes. Are you thinking about? When I come back from my uh, week away, I will have that music. And we will play it. And we will dance. And we will be naked. Uh, yes, line 10, you're on the wireless. Ian, I just wanted a, a bit of a fashion tip from you, or maybe just a bit, just a bit of advice. Okay, yeah, I'm the man. Um, um, do I, shall I grow a beard? How old are you? Uh, 28, last week. Have you ever grown a beard? I grew one last year, yeah. It's fun, isn't I it? I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I liked it. It was a bit itchy, though, but I had more hair back then. How, uh, oh, how, it, how long did you grow it for? Um, it must have, oh, God, so bad. it must have been about two and a half months, but I'm quite hairy anyway, so it grew oh. quite quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, def I think you should definitely grow one. But my issue was, like, because I've got, I've got quite short hair now, like, I have to keep it short because I haven't got much hair on top. Okay, it looks, it will look good, it will look, you sound like a handsome man, are you handsome? Oh, I'm pretty, I'm re so much so, yeah. Go, have a, and is it, is it a dark, thick beard? Uh, yeah, but, like, bushy, though, it's yeah. like Brian Blessed. You've, well, you've got to trim it. What? Oh, did you? Did you not know? Well, you have to trim it. Once I start trimming my beard, once the uh, hair from my moustache goes over my lip, that's when I start trimming it. Oh, I see. But my, my problem with my previous beard is that it, it wouldn't fill out on the cheeks. Uh, uh, now, it, the older you get, and even at 28 you think that you're, you, you're, you're a man, the older you get, the thicker your beard will get. Every time I grow a beard, uh, the little gaps fill in a bit more. Okay. I thought when I was 21 I could grow a proper beard. I couldn't at all. And even now at 33, uh, I still have gaps, but they are less and smaller. But do you think I could get away with, like, short hair, big beard, though? Yeah, it's, definitely. I suppose ultimately the question. Yes, definitely you can. Super. All right, well, thanks very much. Send then. a picture when it's done. Good lad. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Nice one, Ian. This is Alex, the AA man. Hey, Alex. Listen, I've got something to tell you, man. Listen, you remember that time we were talking about G-strings and everything, how yeah. rare they are? Oh, yeah. Now, I'll tell you something. What? I was putting some diesel in the vehicle. Yeah. And then this pregnant lady yes. uh, was putting fuel in her own car. Yes. Then she dropped the filler cup. Oh, God. Oh. And when she bent down to pick it up, she had a G-string. And she couldn't get down to get the filler cup. Oh. And a friend walked around the vehicle to help her pick up the cup. 
And she was wearing a dressing as well. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I don't understand. What was he phoning in for? Why was he phoning in to me? Okay, we'll have a breather now. Uh, 0870 Take more of your calls straight to it uh, after we've had uh, a little bit of this, I think. Come on, own up. Oh, yes. Uh, right, okay. Uh, okay, now listen, you may have heard me saying that earlier on, uh, I- yesterday, in fact, I went to um, uh, the post office in Slough uh, and they'd lost uh, my mum's package. I can, I can dial this and just dial a nine, can't I? And that will work, will it? Okay. Uh, well, the young lady I, <laughs> I spoke to has emailed in. She's listening. So, um, uh, sorry? Uh, what, press, what, line 12 there? That. Hang on, let's get, let's get rid of this. Hang on. Right, so touch that. And that's going to ring now, is it? If I dial it. Okay, I'm going to dial a nine. Let's give this lady a call. So I may have been a little bit rude to her yesterday. I was very frustrated. Let's, well, let's find out if I was rude to her or not. This is the actual woman who I spoke to in the post office because um, they'd lost my mum's package. I'm a little bit... A little bit uncomfortable about this. Let's see, uh... Did I muff it up? Is it ringing? That number's one digit short. Oh, is it? She sent another one, didn't she? Let's have a... That's, that's better, isn't it? Uh-huh. No, that's... Oh, no, that's all right. Maybe I should put another seven in. Shall I try another seven? Yeah. Right, hang on a minute. Uh, oh... Oh, I've missed out a zero. I've missed... I've dialed it wrong. Right, okay. I can do it again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is a bit... Oh, I'm a bit embarrassed. It's all I actually had a row with yesterday at the post office. <laughs> Gulp. She was listening to John Holmes. Hello. Hey, is that Eleni? Yes. <laughs> Hi, it's Ian Lee. How's it going? Fine, you. <laughs> did you? Did you find my mum's letter yet? No. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Hey, listen, I, w- now be honest with me. Yes. On a scale of one to ten, how rude was I with you yesterday? Um... I'll tell you what, because you said uh, that things about your mother, yes. uh, I felt very sad. Uh, oh, I made you sad? And on top of that, you said that I was laughing. You, t- <laughs> oh, you did. There was one bit when you did laugh. Uh, I, you did I laugh wasn't. a bit. I wasn't laughing. Right, but also, what was funny is when I said to you, can I speak to someone else, and you went, oh, there's no one here, and then that bloke walked in behind you. <laughs> I was not a manager. But, you know, <laughs> I might have got more sense out of him. <laughs> what the postman can do for it? Well, that's, well, the, the, the postman's obviously had my mum's letter and had a little look in there. Yeah, but not that specific one. But you know, no, not him. He seemed like a nice fella. And you know, you, got, you gave me, uh, you, uh, listen, you were very helpful and, uh, you know, thank you for being very helpful. Okay. Uh, but all, all you did in the end, though, was give me a card saying, call customer services. And I called them yeah. and they were rub- <laughs> They were rubbish. <laughs> all, all they're going to do is they're going to send my mum some stamps for free, and that's it. I know. <laughs> oh, you knew they were going to do that? Yeah. Oh, oh Lenny! <laughs> right, I'm, right, I'm coming back down to... Sl- hey, but listen, did you, did you hear the excellent... Do you know what this music is? No. This is the hold music they play when you phone up the, the Royal Mail to complain. Yeah, I heard that. I don't know what this is. You, you don't know who wrote it, then? No, no. Oh, it's, well, hey, listen, out of um, adversity... And the loss of potentially a very important document, uh, I yes. found some nice music, so that's good. And will you accept my apology? Yes. And? And? Do you want to apologise to me for losing my mum's letter? 
I didn't lose it personally. But uh, do you want to apologise on behalf of the Royal Mail? Okay, then, yes. I'm, I'm really sorry for losing your letter. Eleni, yeah, next time I'm in Slough, I'm going to take you out to Nando's and you can have as much peri-peri chicken as you want. It's on me, <laughs> all right? How do you know I like it? But everyone likes Nando's, don't they? <laughs> yeah. you, you've got to be crazy if you don't like that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, Lenny, listen, thank you for being a good sport. Do you listen to this show all the time? Yeah, that's what we listen to when we are at work. Because I came in yesterday and you were listening to John Holmes, and I was going to ask you what you thought of him, but I, I didn't because we got caught up in a lost letter scenario. I, th- I think you're funnier. You think I'm funnier than John Holmes? Yes. Oh, I like you. <laughs> Eleni, listen, thank you for being a good sport. Okay. Take care. <laughs> thank thanks you. a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, isn't she nice? What a nice lady. Still lost the letter, though. You know, lost lost the letter. <laughs> she was nice. Oh, that's that's and how, what how, you know how how nice of her to uh, to email in when she could have just gone stuff that I'm going to go to XFM. Uh, so that was good. Okay, right. Let's let's go. Uh, uh, calls go straight to air. Uh, line ten, you're on the wireless. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Hey, Rab, my man. You are sly, bro. I am sly on the fly, you like are a get, human. You're going to get with that bird. Oh you? no, I'm not going to get with her. Don't be so silly. She, fit? she was lovely. What a nice young lady. Uh, she went. Uh, how's it going? Uh, very well, thank you. Yeah, safe, safe. Are you going on Celebrity Big Brother? No. You are, bro. Uh, I can't, listen, I I'm not really supposed to talk about it. No, but I know why you're going on there. Why? You know why you're going on there, bro. Why am I going on there? So you can sit around the jacuzzi with, uh, in it. With who? You know who I'm talking about. But Eleni? No, not her. She ain't, is she going on it? If she, if she going on it, can I go on it? I'll go on it with you, innit? Can I? You're allowed to bring someone with you. No, you're not allowed to bring anyone with you, no. No, but Abby Titmus is going. Ooh la la, Shangri-La! Yeah, you And then I'm going on big, I'm gonna, yes, get, let's call I'll those people I'll give you a prediction up. for how your life's gonna go, innit, if yeah. you go on there. Oh, go on, give me a prediction, yeah. Do you want to hear it? I'd love to, yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, safe. You're gonna go on there. Yeah. You're gonna get a load of money. Yeah. You'll probably win it. Yeah. Because the others are idiots. Yeah. You'll probably win it and you're gonna get with her. Yeah. Abby Titmus, not the one who works in the post office. Is, and then, is she on it? I don't know, is she? Hello? Yeah, what? Who's that? Miranda. What, the real one? Yeah. Don't play with me, boy. It's the real one. Ah, uh, safe, safe. I was telling him what was going to happen to his life, innit? Yeah. All right. What's the matter with you? No. What? Nothing. Sound like you're gonna cry. I'm alright. Oh, safe, safe. He's gonna go on it. He's gonna win it, <laughs> and they're gonna shack up together. And they, they won't last for five minutes, but he'll he'll get a TV show out of it. Okay. And, then, and you will never hear from him again. Yeah. Or her? No, actually, you'll hear from her. She'll be in nuts and zoo every week. Alright then. Bye. What? Have you gone? He's just put the phone. Why did he call up? It sounds good, but then in that case, I'm definitely going to do it, Arab. Can I come? No, you, I'm not allowed to say friend. I'll kiss you. But definitely not then. Um, oh, God, that was funny, wasn't it? Yes, line four. Tune in to the Ian Lee Show, LBC 97.3 FM. That's where you'll find him. 3 to 6.30, Monday through to Friday. It's a great show, great station, addressing the nation. 
Give him a try. Hey, little hen, when... That's to end there. I was listening to an old, uh, Nick Abbott show on Virgin Radio from a... Uh, no, not from Virgin, on TalkSport. From about 95, 96, something like that. She pops up under a different name. Can I read a poem to you, Nick? I'd rather you didn't. Brilliant. Uh, okay, well, let's end it there. Oh, no, let's do one more, because it's the last one. Line nine, you're on the wireless. I speak to Ian, please. You're speaking to him? I'm not. Uh, no, you're not. Okay, we'll do that. So, uh, this evening's, uh, radio entertainment is looking pretty darn good at the moment. Eight o'clock, uh, Clive Bull, who I heard the last half hour of last night and he was on top form. Uh, seven o'clock, big quiz, Gary King, I believe. Nightly News is coming up next. I'm not here tomorrow or next week. John Holmes is. He'll do an excellent job. I shall see you at some point in the future. Lots of love. Bye-bye now. This show is completely...